0: The number's on the card, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Minute Show, and today we are reviewing Dr. No. We are starting our James Bond series. My name is, of course, James, joined once again by my co-host Henry, and we have a special guest with us off camera, Tom slash Thomas slash Tommy. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I've been waiting for this for six months, roughly, so finally great to get started on this
0: yeah man well yeah but well, we've all been
1: waiting for it you know yeah exactly
0: i mean um we had this idea i mean henry when when we started the batman series and we thought yeah man like this is inevitable we have to do bond at some point you know um we were going to start in october but you want to you know it was like we did saw first just to kind of you know iron out the Gen last Gen Gen Halloween spirit exactly and uh here we are now with a series that a franchise which is just uh, very not not just, you know, an absolute mammoth in cinema history, but also, you know, very big in our own personal lives as well. All of us, right? We all grew up with Bond. Yeah. And still are, really. Yeah, I've watched these countless amounts of times, man. Um, especially, especially the Sean Connery films, I feel like. I saw these, like, so many times as a kid. Yeah. Well, this is going to be interesting. Before we get into Doctor No itself, um, I think it's worth just kind of... Um, giving a little preface into what we're going to do. So, I mean, for example, one thing we're going to do with the series, obviously part of our show is to rank <laughs> elements mm-hmm. within the Bond, well, within any film franchise we're doing. And obviously with Bond, there are 25 films in the canon, but we're also going to do an additional three in our series. We're going to review them in chronological order. We're going to start, obviously, with Doctor No. We'll finish with No Time's Die, but we'll also have uh, the original, original Casino Royale. Man which was 67, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? Same year as you only live twice. We're going to have... Um, uh, um, never Say Never these? Again. Never Say Never Again. Yeah. And we're going to do The Rock <laughs> as well. <laughs> so look out for them as well. So it's going to be 28 episodes. We're going to rank... I think we've got 14 different categories within each one. So this could yeah. get quite lengthy, but um, we're going to use Doctor No as just an opportunity to, you know, let this out. We've also got... Henry, you've got a game for us, don't you? In the spirit of Jigsaw, I certainly do. Yeah, in the spirit of yeah, spirit of Jigsaw. I um I have compiled uh some questions about uh well like basically a quiz for Tom and James um, right. about Doctor No. Um, you can play along if you want as well. Um, the difficulty yep. here for me is trying to find out stuff which they don't know about. Yeah, because yeah, they're uh, complete boffins when it comes to a Bond trivia. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I mean, um. One of the reasons we've brought Tom aboard is because Tom's like the biggest Bond fan I know, and that's like including myself. Like I I consider myself like very much like a a, like the biggest Bond fan most people will meet, but Tom's maybe even even more so than me. So Mm -hmm. like it's pretty, and and you're like compared to the average Joe as well. You're like like massive Bond fan. So like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be. This is something we're extremely passionate about. Or We're obviously all English from the home of Bond. We're all like... We grew up on it from a young age. I watched my first Bond film when I was seven years old. Probably the same for you two, right?
2: Yeah. B- oh, I
0: don't know. Beards B- so for Killers, your first yeah, Bond film? Yeah, yeah, film? Okay. Henry, yeah. do you remember? I think I remember your first I, I think, think my I first one might have been Thunderball. I thought yours was on Emergency Secret Service. I don't know. My Some my first memory of Bond is um was uh, the... Uh, the famous scene in Goldfinger where he's on the, uh, the laser oh, really? table and I, I couldn't Stol- watch Goldfinger it. Goldfinger was my first Bond. I remember yeah. that. I remember that, man. I still remember, that's probably one of my earliest life, like life memories. Like, but I mean, we'll talk about that when, when we get to Goldfinger in a couple of mm. weeks, but, um, but anyway, like I say, this is something we're really passionate about when I was, uh, 16 or 17, I did, uh, famously, uh, a James Bond marathon so yeah, I that was uh, me and my mate, we sat and watched every single Bond film consecutively, back to back, and that took us a week, well, five or six days, I think, actually. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've been to the Beaulieu Motor Museum, I think all of us, you as well, Henry, right? Did no, you come? no, I don't think I was. I'm I familiar. went, we two went or three twice, times.
1: but uh, you might have gone other times, but we went at least, I went at least mm. twice and both times were with you, so... Mm. Yeah, so... It's just something
0: very special to us, so we're going to be very passionate about this. We'll, we'll try not to make the episodes too lengthy, but um, <laughs> you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good fun. Yeah, it's plenty to talk about with this. Have you got anything to add before we get into Doctor Know itself, Tom Henry? Well, I do have a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of trivia about the actual the title of the film because the uh, the studio's Japanese uh, affiliate, you could say. Um, they they uh, mistranslated it originally as a uh, to being we don't want doctors. <laughs> oh. Which uh, I don't know. Don't know if that was a Japanese thing against Dr No himself, but.
1: Yeah, maybe I didn't know that actually. Wow. And also, I've, I've not done any prior research on trivia before this. Nor time. have
0: I. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> okay because we're gonna have a quiz, and the idea is to pit me against Tom basically in terms of like who know. Because I think Tom, you're more of an active Bond fan in terms of you. You watch them more than probably. I've, I've, I've kind of gone off the ball with Bond. I've got a lot of dormant, dormant Mm -hmm. knowledge, right? I've got like stuff that I haven't. I've got a section of my brain dedicated to Bond, which has just been sleeping for a while. I mean, obviously, Henry, since we knew this, we were going to do this series. Haven't watched a Bond film, I don't think, since No Time to Die. Yeah, I haven't 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 watched a single one one. I haven't seen yeah. one all oh year minus Skyfall, which is like the cheap Bond film, you know?
1: I I usually watch them, it's true, I watch them a lot, but I've kind of gone off... I kind of didn't watch them for four months, roughly, because, I don't know, work and stuff, but I don't like... I'm not one of those, like, cinephiles, as they call them. Um, I, I They're more comfort food for me, often. Like, there's so many of them, so you can always watch one, and by the time you get to the one you've watched, like least like latest if that makes sense it still doesn't feel old so you can keep watching and watching yeah. and they don't really get yeah. old so for yeah. me and that's
0: yeah how yeah. i do yeah as with most bomb films i think this one has is quite rewatchable i mean i remember i've seen this like quite a lot of times um but a surprising amount of stuff that i didn't remember that happened in it mm. what was surprising for me doctor no is not a film that i i go back to very often um but watching it last night, I was just stunned by like how good it was. Mm. For one of the, I was I was almost surprised because it's always one of them. It's always in my head like sort of a mid Bond film where it's mm. like ah, uh, I'll. Uh, it's not one of my favourites that I'll go back to at any time. It's not one of those that I avoid either. It's just one of those that always I end up neglecting. I think, mm. um, and I'm not really sure why that is because. You know, it is. It has a lot of strength. I think the ending is a bit lacklustre. yeah, a bit. Mm. It felt rushed. But I wasn't complaining because you know we don't we don't want like four hour Snyder cut films. Yeah, exactly. With them, I think. but um, I will say just uh, just in terms of pure facts here. Um, obviously released in October 1962, run out of one hour fifteen uh one hour 50 minutes, and directed by Terence Young. So, and obviously, this is the first uh, Sean Connery Bond. So, the the oh, I, I might as well add it now. So, you know, you can hang on for the end, ladies and gentlemen. The elements within the Bond films will be ranking: is the Bond actor, the Bond girl, the villain, the henchman, the car slash vehicle, the M Q money penny ally slash Felix Leiter gadget theme song opening. Sigma moment, of course, millionth uh, trademark there. <laughs> and obviously the film itself. Mm-hmm. So you can look out for them at the end of every episode. We'll be ranking all the elements against each other. So 14 times 28, whatever that's going to end up being <laughs> at the end yeah. of No Time to Die. But yeah, um, it's going to be fun. And just before we do fully dive into Doctor No, another thing we're going to do is we're going to be 112. 112. 112, yeah. yeah. We're going to, um, basically, we're going to go, after we've done this episode, we're going to go away, each of the three of us individually. We're going to make our own rankings of what we think will should or will be the end results. I mean, you can be as strategic as you like, because there will be a winner, right? As so, in the Bond actors. No, well, for, for, we'll, well, we'll decide on that later. But like the, we'll, we'll, probably for the actors in the films, mm. probably those two. And then what we'll do is we'll come back at the very end when we've actually done the official millionth ranking. So there's going to be a millionth ranking, then our three individual ones. And obviously we're going to have majority votes yeah. for each each element. So it's going to be fun and we'll see who gets the closest by the end. So <laughs> yeah. you can either we can either make our lists. So we're going to be, make them privately. We're going to put them in an envelope or a drawer, or whatever, not look at them for six months. And then when we get back to it, we'll see. We'll do a bonus episode where we look back and go, okay, like... You know who yeah, got How, how so, are we? Yeah. And what you can do, you can either go about your fate, you can do it how you think it should be, or you can be strategic and think how it will end up. You know, factoring in, yeah, you know, yeah, the other. Personally, two things. I think Never Say Never Again is a masterpiece. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it's gonna be fun. We got some really exciting stuff coming up. So, hmm. Doctor No itself. Now, um, I do want to get a few just before we do start. Uh, your best Bond, James Bond each of you you mean our favorites no no i i want you to like i'm the casting director now yeah because daniel craig's finished now you gotta give me your best the name's bond james bond well this is this is the problem because like there's like there's like a like there's so much speculation over i mean i mean i'm very basic like so i would have probably had to say henry cavill so no, I'm asking you to do it. You're Henry. He wants you to repeat the line. You, yeah, I'm, I, you're auditioning for Bond now. Oh. give me your Bond, James Bond. Yeah. Oh. We've all done it in the mirror, so. Oh, I see. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I don't know. The name's Bond, James Bond. Nice. Go on, Tom. The name's Bond, James Bond.
1: Nice,
0: nice. I've already done mine, so, but I'll do another one. The name's Bond, James Bond. Sean <laughs> Connery style, but yeah, um, I think we're. I think obviously we'll, we'll see who gets hired after that. We've, we've put our opinion in our candidates, so take that over to who's at MGM. They can uh, broccoli, you yeah. know, they can <laughs> choose between three of us. So yeah, um, now uh, our relationships with this film, with Doctor No, we always talk about our kind of our relationship with it. As I think I've already touched on mine in terms of it being a film. I don't go back to too often, but what about you, sir?
1: Um. For me, uh, it's like, I think it has a reputation of being like a vanilla James Bond film, but mm. I don't think that really does it justice. Like, like so many film franchises have, like, like, let's say, obviously nowhere near as long as James Bond, most of them, but um, let's say, Terminate, Terminator, for example. That um, film is quite, in my opinion, at least quite basic compared to what it becomes later in Terminator 2 to have a really good start to like, ensure the franchise's survival is, can't be like overstated. And I think they really, really hit like, um, the nail on the head with this film and it could have gone much worse actually. But, um, and I think like, it also has its own like, like uh, its own thing going, you know, it's unique. I think it plays off a lot more like a detective story actually, where James is a lot like less, kind of gadget laden and he's really like wading into like enemy territory then he's just like more of a detective really than um like a secret agent juggernaut who just kind of mm. goes in and like just uh, destroys everything that gets in his way in a way but um yeah and one thing i really like about the advertising that went in behind this film is you, yeah, you, um, you could have set, seen like if it was if they were confident that there was going to be another James Bond film, but in the advertising for this and one of the commercials I've seen, it says for Doctor No, the first James Bond film. So I like the confidence oh, there. Wow going into uh, advertising it, didn't say like, oh, a James <laughs> Bond Boll- or oh, James well, Bond Boll- You R- say R- that actually. The first James Bond
2: Boll-
0: And little R- did they know, man, six years later. Uh, yeah. This is the 60th anniversary of Bond, by the way, I forgot to mention, so
2: hmm.
0: you know. What were you going to say, Henry? Re- well, you say that they're confident in it, but actually it turns out that um, United Artists were actually quite, uh, they are worried about this film because it went uh, £100,000 over budget of its, you know, relatively small one one million pound budget then it um, had a million pound budget yeah which would have been wow. about like i think eight million today or something wow um, that's, i mean i know it's the 60s but still that's that's like nothing man yeah. yeah yeah because it went over cost they were actually they were actually close to putting the plug on this film because and they they gave a minimal promotion because they didn't think it would turn a profit but it was the word of mouth that really made this film like you know explode in terms of you know wow.
1: That's good, but yeah, that makes it more impressive in a way because, like, they didn't have that. But still, when they made a commercial, they said like the first James Bond mm-hmm. film that like well, that took that took a bit of bottle, if you ask me. Like, especially considering what you just said, that it went over hundred grand, like over budget. So yeah, props to Doctor Nelson. And um, well, touching what you said there about
0: it being <clears throat> actually like a proper sort of spy espionage detective. Mm-hmm. That's the interesting thing for me because. I think um, Goldfinger is the film that really kind of—I mean, what we see in Doctor No is like literally the first ten minutes, pretty much all the tropes that still live on to this day with Bond, right? It's it's just staggering. Like, and I like it must be amazing for someone that didn't grow up with Bond like we did, that goes and okay, I'm gonna watch that maybe is only familiar with Daniel Craig or Pierce mm. Brosnan at best, and then they go, okay, let me watch the old Bond, you know, and they want yeah. you know say they go and watch Doctor No. And the first ten minutes, they'll actually see where all this stuff began, where it was born. That's what's amazing for me. Um, and also with From Russia with Love, I think these two films are kind of almost they are still Bond films, but they're almost Bond before he becomes Bond as we know him, if if you know what yeah, I mean. Because, because they, they didn't have, you know, the really exploded. sequence or Yeah, this is the only one which didn't have a pre-title sequence and uh which is, you yeah. know, one of the you know bond staples basically as well as the actual theme well the theme is just the james bond theme for this which is yeah. fair enough i mean i mean I, I didn't notice they used it quite a lot in this film but i, yeah, can, I can respect it because you know it's a good theme like you know it became quite popular afterwards so
1: well
0: somewhat just yeah, just l- just a little bit
1: another like thing to touch on with the music as well i'm not sure who did the uh, i forgot the name of the one Who uh, does the music for this? But it's not uh, John John Barry. John Barry's first James Bond film is actually From Russia with Love. So yeah, over exaggerated 60s music in this, which is quite yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: there's there's um there's always been a dispute over who actually created the Bond theme song. There's like um yeah, like uh it's credited. I think it's credited to John Barry, if I'm not mistaken. But I think it's there's, there's a, Norman or yeah, there's a big dispute over that. There's, and I think there might be even be a third party involved. Yeah, yeah because there was the there's a song which uh, Monty Norman took some inspiration from as well. So right, yeah. But I mean, um, yeah, I mean, and what's your relationship with this film, Henry? I mean, I always kind of remember this as being, yeah, like a like like Tom said, it's kind of like a vanilla Bond film. And I actually saw this like twice in the last week in preparation for this because. <laughs> I, the first time I saw it, I actually didn't like it, like, I, I was well, like, this is talking this... about first time ever or just this no, week? No, not first time ever, it, first time this week that I saw it, I actually liked it a lot less than I remembered, and then for some reason, only a couple oh. days later, I just saw oh. it again, and then, um, I, I don't know exactly what it was, I enjoyed it a lot more, um, I think it was particularly my my favorite parts of this is actually Doctor No himself, even though he has, really? you know, quite limited screen time, um, because I I think even for the for the first Bond film they, uh, I think they do the villain pretty well, even though yeah. again he you know he's like not got the most screen time ever, which is probably the, I think I think the biggest like gripe I have the fact that you don't see him much.
1: I think with Doctor No like he's really like um, what they did really successfully in this film with him despite his limited screen presence and which they didn't really do for other villains later which we'll get into eventually but um, they really built like um, an atmosphere around him like who is this like doctor no who's this person who's like pulling strings behind this little island thing so and then that really builds up when you finally like see him and then like you kind of you kind of see bits of him throughout the mm. film. You like hear his voice, and it sounds really authoritative. Yeah. And you see like the professor just like kind of shook by him. Yeah. And yeah. Picture related. You, you see like you just see a shadow later when he's yeah coming yeah, to the yeah room. Yeah. It really built does an excellent job of building up to the villain and mm. like utilising his presence as much as possible. Mm. <clears throat> For me, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll probably I'll, I'll I'll talk about
0: Doctor No more when we when we get to him, and especially when we rank the villains, but. I think for me with this film, I really, really enjoyed watching it last night. It I was very entertaining film, more so than I remembered. And uh, because, like I say, it's not a film that I've given given much time. Not because it's not because I did it don't enjoy it. It's just sort of like ah, uh, you know, kind of it's quite straightforward yeah. story, and I'm kind of ah, uh, you know, like you know. But actually, I, I really enjoyed watching it last night. I thought you know, it kind of surprised me how. I mean, there are parts of it which don't hold up so well <laughs> let's yeah. say we'll, and we'll have to touch on those uh, things as we go go through the earlier films for sure but there are some elements which hold up really well which really stood the test of time and um which still inspire films to this day you know i mean mm. the, the amount of parodies and spin-offs and stuff we've had of bond but it's that's almost testament to how colossal a, a figure he is and not just in cinema but just in pop culture and in general you know i mean so hmm. i think uh, without further ado we can jump in and go into the story yeah so we open up with uh, the opening gun barrel so straight away we're like we're straight in there man um and the obviously the theme song itself now we don't get a pre-credits uh scene um you know that's like you said henry that's not something Doctor No uh, established for us, but it did it did open up this opening gun barrel and the and the, the theme song and even, you know, the dancing ladies in the pre-credits like well not yeah. in, in the credits themselves in the opening credits. So um Yeah, yeah that's I, one, one,
1: I love that's how one thing. together it is. It's like they, they want to have this opening, then they want to have this opening with dancing, and they have like three blind mice. And mm. yeah, like I to ask yeah. I wanted to ask both of you actually, for this film there's like kind of the James Bond theme, there's, like, underneath the mango tree and there's, like, three blind mice as well, like, that plays throughout it. Um, do you two have, like, a um, a main kind of song in your head for this? Because I think it's, I for me personally, like, it's three blind mice for some reason. Really? Because, really? Yeah, because you kind of, as, you, as the film, like, goes into them, you see them, like, walk, their silhouettes walking, and it's got, like... That's the end of it, and then they just kind of do what do their stuff like at the club when they have to. Mm. But um, and you you don't actually hear it as much as um, what you call it underneath the mangrove tree. But I don't know, it just sticks with me a bit more, um, and it feels kind of a bit, I don't know, a cop out in a way to just put the James Bond theme on because it feels like that's more a shared thing between all the films rather than just this film. I mean, but I'll leave that to you. What do you think?
0: I I would have said that underneath the mango tree would have been the one that I associate the most. Really? uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, I thought you'd disagree. No way. Because like you've got to remember, yeah, when we're talking about this film, try try and think of it, think of it now as as though it was a standalone film. There was never a sequel. Now, what's the theme song? Yeah, I know that I know the theme of it is literally the James Bond theme. It's just in my head, I associate it with Underneath the Mango Tree. Yeah. As in
1: Nah, no, you you guys that's, are crazy, that's man. Fair. Because
0: it, it's played the Bond theme is. Yes, not I, I know that's what that's so
1: why it's so many that have to, like, You have like, the... you have to acknowledge reality. I think in this because the fact is, it's not like a film that was in a vacuum. It's like it spawns this, and like because of that, like we have to kind of consider it a bit, um, whether whether this this like has like um, the uh, exclusive claim almost on the James Bond theme. I mean, the other ones use it a lot, but I guess if you had to like pit the other films against each other, this one would have to easily the best claim to the James Bond theme. But yeah, I think...
0: But then I would argue, what about the 007 theme?
1: That, that the James Bond theme like is... No, no, no. I'm
0: talking about the 007 score, which is in um, uh, it's in a handful of them. It's in um, Moonraker when he's being chased at. It's in, I think it's in Live That Let Die as well you know it's like da, 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 da. Yeah, no, and just, and you
1: only live twice that's just a generic action theme that's not
0: like yeah james bond theme. yeah yeah no what i mean what but i mean is because that's in multiple films as well right yeah, no what what i mean to say just to clarify is, i know that the james bond theme is the actual basically the theme song of this film i just i always remember and associate it with underneath the mango tree well we do need to establish this because
1: one uh, of the things we're ranking
0: James. is the is the theme song from each film, so we have to. It's going to be the James Bond theme, right?
1: Yeah, I agree with that's that. Right. But then that would just automatically win against all the other ones because it's so classic and so timeless, and it's you know you can't you, you think that, but not necessarily. You yeah, know, that's what if,
0: I was going to say. <laughs> listen, listeners that have been with us for the Batman series and the 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 Saw series. Um, doesn't always end. The rankings don't always end up how you expect, even yeah. how we expect. That's why it's going to be fun doing a pre-list. Yeah. If you want, we can both do pre. We can all do pre-lists of the theme songs as well. Actually, that would be a good one, I reckon. Because be. we each have our own music tastes as well. So yeah. And the thing is, well. yeah. Speaking of um, underneath the mango tree as well, just a, a little bit of trivia. The um, Ursula Andress and Sean Connery kept fighting over the uh, the record player so they could learn to sing it in this. Uh, oh, no way. because uh, I you know with the with the budget of this they probably only have one record player between the <laughs> group, so you know and so uh, have we got any I mean this is a great chance to talk about the opening gun barrel sequence that's so iconic what's uh I mean what, what have we got to say about it? he's wearing a hat uh,
1: yeah. I like
0: I like in the earlier Bond films he wears a hat you yeah. know like a, a yeah trilby, right? yeah is it I thought it was a trilby not it? Well, I don't uh, I don't know what you know what it uh, looks like but it's, it's it just, just pant- looks like <laughs> the bond hats man you know like that's, that's yeah, the it's, thing it's we cool, can rank man. all the bond uh, headwear you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about Sean Connery's 2 you know. Yeah, it's 2 yeah man. <laughs> yeah, that's well, the thing people might not know. Yeah, and yeah. It's still something I question because it's if it if it's true which I guess it, I have no reason to doubt it is but it looks, it's so, it, like, moves around, like, so I don't know if that's yeah. made of horse hairs or whatever, but obviously if, Sean Connery's as bald as an egg, right? But, um, so, allegedly, he was bald during these films, so, and they made
1: a, a hairpiece for him. Apparently for this, like, it's debated a bit, like, because I read in one of the books we had about James, the James Bond films that, like, by the time it was Goldfinger, he had to wear a t- toupee after that or something. But this right. one had his real hair kind right. of so I'm not sure if, like, but some say he was born before he did this. So, I mean, it's probably the truth that would be revealed if you looked at, like, pre-shot photos of him. Like yeah, him. but
0: those those are quite rare, you know, for, yeah. not just because it's a while ago. Mm-hmm. But I guess people at the time didn't think it was this film would be gone to have the legacy that it has. So they probably didn't. So that's the funny thing with Bond. There's all these, There's even though it's such, like, a huge thing. There's so many myths and rumours. I mean, like, mm. you surprised me last night. You told me Honey Rider was dubbed. Yes, yeah, she was dubbed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you know that, Henry? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know a that. A of the so. I were. I've heard that Goldfinger's hmm. dubbed, which... You know... Yeah. I, I, I still... I, I, hate to, I hate when I learn these things. That well, kind of takes away some of the magic for me. I mean, but to be Trent fair...
1: Sylvie Trench is dubbed. Yeah, she's like... Damn. And in, but in the commercial, the dots know she has a real voice. So... Like you can hear wow. a real voice and then hear what they decided to put on. So that's so weird. That is. must have been because that never happens in today's
0: films, right? As far yeah, as well, um, well, it's but it happened a lot back in the day, I suppose, didn't it? Well, yeah, especially because what they would do often, they would, they would, uh, this is most the case for a lot of the Bond girls, especially early on, they would, you know, they'd, they'd, they'd pick up. Well, I mean, to be fair, Slandre's was quite an unknown, uh, I don't know, model by men. Um, but they they normally go for someone for their looks, but if they didn't have, you know, the right voice, they just dub them over with someone who did, so.
1: Interesting. I wonder what they classify as, like, the right voice for this, but...
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. I want to
1: co-classify... Where's
0: Ursula uh, Aaron just from, by the way? Do you know, Henry?
1: She's no, Swedish.
0: I thought she might be in Ukrainian. I'm going to look it up now. I, I can't believe none of us know this.
1: I'm pretty sure she's <laughs> Swedish. They were quite, like...
0: That would make sense if yeah. she is. Yeah. Um, no. She She's Swiss. Swiss. Yeah. No, no, that would definitely not have been Swiss. in my first She's 10 guesses.
1: She's Swiss. How about that? Some American know. after mixing those two up. But yeah. Well,
0: that there Swiss. you go. We've all learned something today about Doctor No. That that's now there you go. Like oh, none <laughs> of us knew that. I thought one of us would. Then okay. Well, anyway. Um, yeah. Back to the <laughs> opening. Comes yeah. Out. Back to the <laughs> opening. <laughs> So have we got any, is is there anything interesting you guys, uh, how they filmed it or something like that? I mean, or it's just something. Just, just cool. Just I mean, I, I the, yeah. the thing, it's kind of like, I, I like you know, I, lo- I love to use the word iconic, but the actual, um, uh, during the actual James Bond theme playing, like all the uh, like colored dots going around and the, right. the way of introducing the credits, I think is at least visually quite interesting. Yeah, because they're like flexing the fact Yeah, they they're have flexing the yeah. color, right? We think it's because yeah. they're
1: flexing their color, the <laughs> colorated cap- capabilities, Batman. Yeah, but... yeah, because
0: even in yeah, because even in you know the uh, the original uh, the uh, Batman film in '66, they uh, you know they have had all their brightly colored outfits to flex. the Fact it was also right. in color, so. Yeah, man. Oh, and now this is officially the oldest film we've reviewed, Henry. Because <laughs> before now it was Batman '66. Yeah. <laughs> so. There you go. I think probably it's going to be quite safe to say this is the oldest film we'll ever review, right? Yeah, so, yeah it doesn't feel... Some, something staggering happens. Yeah.
1: yeah. It could have like a classic series or something, but that's for another day.
0: We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so then, uh, yeah, so we get the, um, the dots. That I, I always found the opening... Uh, the, sorry, the credits quite... A, quite strange i don't know it's just like it doesn't feel like bond to yeah me. i I'm, I'm, feel I'm experimental the, sorry it's like experimental almost yeah yeah it's a bit strange it's 60s though you know so yeah, yeah. anything and, and it's not like they continue with it so yeah <laughs> um okay just so then yeah sense. we uh, we blend actually three different so we get the bond theme and then we get some like dancing sort of jamaican kind of theme and then we get into three blind mice um now this is actually something because I, I have no memory of watching this for the first time except for the three blind mice, and this opening. You know, literally the first ever thing we see in a Bond film is these three uh, Jamaican fellows. They're like you know walking along, they're blind and um, yeah, they've got their little sort of like you know cups, you know. Yeah, that that's push. right, begging cups. Um, then there's some some English chaps. They're playing bridge. Yeah, bridge. It? Yeah, they're playing bridge and uh and then one of them um what's his name Str- strangway yeah, strangway. He, yeah he, he's you know he's, he's got a shoot off and he walks past the three blind mice gives them some money like you know gives them something in the in the cup and then he gets he gets shot he gets oh yeah shot. they they shoot him which is you know yeah yeah one, and that was that for however old i was when i was when I, eight or nine or ten i don't know that was like wow you know, <laughs> you yeah. know i was like oh that's where kindness gets you yeah
1: <laughs> it's really, like but one thing I found quite interesting when I watched it later is the fact that when, um, uh, like, when they're le- when they're leaving, uh, when Strang- Strangway's is leaving, the guy them to play that bridge or whatever, the um, shot because obviously these three later are kind of questioned because um, yeah they're like involved. It James Bond believes that they're like involved with the murder. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the, you see the two the backs of the two in one particular shot. Um, that are, turn out to be innocent, and you, but you see, like Dent there, like in the middle of them, staring at the camera a bit. So oh, I think no. that's to like okay. keep him in the audience. foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. The audience <laughs> a bit. It's quite interesting to me when I noticed that. Yeah, but, yeah.
0: Mm. Also, not the first time we've uh, reviewed a film with uh, a character called Dent in it. Was there not even yeah, a guy yeah. in Saw called Dent, or maybe I'm? Yeah, getting... it, it sounds like someone who would be in Saw, but I don't think there was. Anyway. anyway, yeah, there wasn't. Never mind. Yeah, because yeah, they move on as well. Like, um, they go to Strangways' as uh, his gaff basically. Yeah, man. They're not um, done yet. They go and waste his secretary as well, man. Yeah, exactly. And fun fact about her is um she is actually played by the person who owns the house that they are filming in for that.
1: Huh oh. which is how she got the part.
0: How about that? Yeah,
1: as Unfortunately, there's like a jump cut when she gets yeah. shot, which well, there's a couple of jump cuts here that are a bit yeah,
0: very jarring, man. Yeah. 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 Well,
1: that was a Terence, <laughs> that was a Terence Young sort
0: of um, director's kind of like um, vision, you could say. Really? He, he, yeah. He wanted to kind of um, use some sort of like quick cuts uh, in the editing so that it would kind of help with the pacing of the film, and you know, sometimes uh, deal with the uh, some of the writing issues like uh sometimes i didn't notice in this the fact that they'd be like oh yeah so uh, we're gonna send you out to d- go here and then like the next cut is like it it like blows to them like you know arriving at that place because they had a i think they had a few so it might might have been you know some issues with the writing that they had to kind of overcome by that i'm confused by jump cuts i always assumed that was kind of like a lack of budget sort of thing where they're just like mm. oh we don't have enough films so we need to just make it look good just try and stand in the same position you were earlier and you know hold yeah, your pose there for a minute while we change this or change that yeah know? there was sometimes that's what where... I always assumed it was it's just kind of um you know lack yeah, there, of... there, yeah there were some times where it wasn't like action related where it just looks like you're doing yeah. if you notice it you can't unsee it like well I mean you've got some pretty I, uh, I don't even say Infamous, I will say, green screen work as well later on. Yeah, exactly. it's 1962. Tell in moments like the age. What I do love about this film is obviously the locations. You know, I mean, this is obviously you know the home of Bonds in a way because Ian Fleming wrote the Bond books in um, in Jamaica Mm -hmm. in his house there, and obviously the first Bond film takes place in Jamaica, and and then obviously Bond comes back a few times as well to visit. Yeah, and a little a little um, thing actually uh, you might find interesting is. Jamaica actually wasn't independent during the time of this film. Actually, yeah. it, ca- it became independent two months before the film released. So James Bond technically is the only film where he's never left British territory
1: yeah wow <laughs> yeah i was telling you last that's night. crazy no, yeah night. yeah but like to that detail i didn't know that yeah i didn't know it was that fine cut that wow when you filmed it it was still part of the british empire but when it came out it was not so the only bond film where really, he doesn't
0: leave british territory it's really
1: interesting because english in english, wow. english a level we had to read this book called sea, also released in 1962 also based in jamaica uh partly And like, I don't know, maybe it was pop. Maybe that was a big thing in British news back, English news back then. It was like, oh, this country left. And maybe some that was more popular to write about in media, like things set in Jamaica. But that's just my speculation by the correlation of two random bits of media I've looked at. But Hmm. one thing I do like in this scene with the jump cut is when they put the file down, it says dots and over. Oh, yeah, Yeah. the music
0: and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's great like shit's yeah.
1: the fan, like when that gets laid
0: down there yeah. yeah that was cool that was very cool um so then we cut to a little bit of you know some some old school like radio center gave me a uh, little shades of italian job there yeah. and then um and i don't know like you know the other thing about bond films right it's just um just just this is what I love about the, these films is they really capture the times they're in. You know, it's like yeah. going in a time machine it's and you see the yeah, fashion and obviously every not just the fashion, but the heist of fashion. Everything here is like the top echelon of what was available at the time. And that is still the case today, whether that be, you know, obviously the attire or the, you know, the, the hairstyles or um, the cars all those things are very like they're always top of the range stuff. The watches, you know, bonds like associate with quality, right? Mm-hmm. You know, well, contrary <laughs> to some of the films that we will end up reviewing. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Um, I just think it's it's just always an education to look at film from the sixties or the seventies or the eighties or whatever, and you just see how things change. The women as well, I think, massively, they change a lot. You know, throughout the course of uh, and and that's and that's reflective of history. Bond tends to reflect history a lot. So, and you see, you know, the, the, the shapes of women changing and the styles and everything. It's, that's always interesting. And obviously the social Bond interactions, himself. the Bond himself, exactly how he interacts, not, you know, with women and with, you know, <laughs> just like in general, it's, it, it's always fascinating to observe these things, you know?
1: Yeah, like, I really like that as well. It's, it's one of the strongest things about for me about this film. is like, you just get to see, like... England at the very beginning as well and um, like uh, uh, Jamaica as well and these parts of the world that are especially it's more interesting to me the bit about England because you know I come from there so you get to like see it in a very unfiltered way like Mm. I mean it's being done for a film of course but you get to see like the very like um old English like kind of I know social activities and stuff like Hmm. that and like how they dress and how they behave. Very interesting to me. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So
0: then um so then we yeah, so the Radio Center uh guy goes to the casino to uh find, you know, the closest MI6 agent. Hmm. And this is it, man. This is like
1: just before we get onto that, like when I was little, I thought it was really fun. Well, looking back it's funny because you know when he gives like... There's a guy who's sent to kind of get James Bond. He's like, I'm looking for James Bond. And I'm like, I thought when I was little that like, that was James Bond. Uh, like, because yeah. on the VHS we used to watch these on, it was like always... Like, you couldn't hear the words quickly. So hmm. when I just heard mm, James Bond, I thought like, oh, that's uh, James Bond. But when they go, it was like a troll like thing for me. I was like, oh, no, that's James Bond. Not
0: Bond. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. This is obviously... In cinema history one of the most iconic shots of all time, like hands down, right? Mm-hmm. And you actually get, I would say, at least two of them in this film, because you've got this one and you've got Honey Rider, like when yeah. we meet her as well, right? I think they're both like momentous exactly. sort of, you know, cultural ha- moments. And um, this is the first one we get, so this is where we actually get to meet Bond himself. And, you know, in as what will go on to become very classic Bond fashion, he's, you know, he's playing cards, and he's, um, you know, he's winning obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's he's like, he gets also, some... there's, you know, everyone. There's, you know, they're they're all it's all blokes there, apart from one, you know, good-looking lady there, and <laughs> she, you know, they're they're then, you know, getting into the, you know, back yeah, and forth. He, he's he's like wiping her out as well because like oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she says like, oh yeah, the house will cover it right. To the guy next to me, he's like, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, which which uh, also implies that James Bond is beating the house somehow. So.
1: Of course. <laughs> that's 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 really funny. Like, they're like saying him up there, like complete. Mu- one thing I really like about it is like this scene is like the complete instant confidence they introduced mm. James Bond with. Like, he just is there, and he always is like mm. the classiest one mm. in the room. And like, mm. um, in and I I, I kind of missed that with some like films more modern films where it's all about like oh the beginner like getting like getting mm. to grips half the film, and you just can't like kind of just immediately be in the film and like mm. just like kind of watch someone who is something rather than has to become something first and that's the way it actually was in the novel you know like they um, James Bond was like more kind of on edge a bit and he kind of had to kind of work his way into the role more but this mm-hmm. film is just like complete instant confidence
0: what i always love about this scene and it get kind of gets me every time is just the the slow build up into revealing they don't cut to him straight away it's first from behind then you hear his voice you see his hands yeah you, know, guards, yeah. you see the, the interactions the back and forth the flirting you know and then i don't know if this is just a 60s thing or whatever i mean it's become so iconic but the way they introduce themselves because i noticed bond sylvia trench and honey rider all do it they introduce themselves with their surname followed by their first name and then their surname right yeah did you ever find that weird it's like she goes she sets the tone she goes trench sylvia trench and then yeah there, and then he, then you he, are. he like yeah he yeah he um pa- well yeah parrots almost by going bond james bond yeah
1: but then like,
0: yeah, yeah. well the thing is is that was so, i mean they uh i mean they didn't know it would become iconic obviously um, so they weren't intending on like doing that again um, with him, but uh, you know, funny that. But I think uh, it was meant to be an homage to a character in uh, I think decades past, where where they introduced him in a similar way, like around you know, like a, a you know poker table or something, and um, you know they have the shots of them from behind. They don't reveal their face until they say their name in that way.
1: Oh yeah. right, interesting. I've, I've heard something else actually that's quite uh, interesting, like so i heard um uh, from somewhere else that like this was supposed to be like comedic or something partly because um the way she because they're having this back and forth so when she introduces herself she like he like she does it like that and then he does his name like that mm-hmm. um kind of like kind of poking fun at her a bit and hmm. like you can kind of like i'm not sure if when this um, was first released the James Bond film was the James Bond theme plays after it maybe that was added in on like disc releases later but you think i'm, I'm not sure like that's just what i'm kind of thinking assuming that's true of course that that's how they no, i it. think this is
0: pretty much yeah that, that's
1: that is also
0: the thing man the the way the bond theme just creeps in there and just bang you know oh mate and he's in the time yeah, like and he's got the cigarette by the way this is back when bond smoked so you know yeah, he's yeah. very
1: smooth just like flicks the cigarette lighter off or whatever um and then he's closed, and then he's like Bond, James Bond, and then that's lit. That's it. Like he's right into it. And uh, I'll tell you something, yeah.
0: by the way. Um, <laughs> since I've become a smoker, I've no, I, I, I noticed particularly in this film how much smoking there is, man. Like <laughs> everyone's got fag hanging out of their mouth, apart from uh, you know Doctor No himself, pretty much. But, but even yeah, Doctor No, man, smokes like everyone's smoking, aren't they? Yeah, even yeah, Dots yeah. know, like you know, lights up a cigarette. He does you're nice. right.
1: Even he has a smoke. Yeah, does he? Where? Exactly. Who yeah, doesn't have a
0: smoke? Him. The dinner. Oh yeah, he does <laughs> a cigarette <laughs> for dinner. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> even you know, even his driver has a cigarette. You know. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like seen as it was promoted as healthy or, or like what? I yeah, know. definitely some that advertising, advertising. Yeah, you know, it is.
0: Yeah, you know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah still, James Bond you know, smokes Marlboro, man. It's not like it is today, man. Just doomers, you know, smoking. Filthy habit. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, they literally yeah. offer him, like, you know, a box, like, yo, these are American, these are English, and these are Turkish. Like Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. Take your pick. When did Bond stop smoking? I think it was Daniel Craig, right? Because um, I know you're going to say Pierce Brosnan, but he he enjoys a Cuban cigar, doesn't he, in of the Day, so.
1: I think hmm. it's, like, the last one that I kind of distinctly remember is, like, the man with the golden gun. Like, when he's got a huge, like, cigar oh, sticking yeah. out, like, the guy get like the guy. You're gets right. Soft. Yeah, he
0: stops smoking little cigarettes, right? Yeah. But he, then Roger Moore kind of goes to cigars. Yeah. Well We can Dalton keep track of the cigarette habits, you know. Henry, does Timothy Dalton smoke in his films? Well, he yeah, does. he. I know for a fact he does in in uh, in his films. And there's even the famous deleted scene where he's got like the uh, where he's got the he's using the lighter as well, um, like the one which shoots. Oh ah, like, yeah, that that's stuff. right. And he, he lights a cigarette with that. There you go. And then Pierce Brosnan, don't think I remember him with a cigarette, but he does. You can imagine up. him with one though, at least.
1: Yeah, he like he says filthy habit. in one Yeah, way. right. And then later in like Die Another Day, he's got a cigar. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete mm. hypocrite. <laughs> I'm sure, or because when he's with Xenia on top, doesn't he have a cigarette with her? Maybe. I think so. Um, oh no, maybe not, she's. She has a cigarette.
0: She definitely I'm does. Not
1: sure about him. Yeah,
0: actually. maybe not. Oh, well, um, you know, he's got certain good examples. You know. And then we get to Dan He quit smoking to do Bond. So there you go. So anyway, back to Doctor No. Um, yeah. Like immediately right after, yeah, after he says you know his name. Yeah. Um, like he continues just you know just being <laughs> yeah, chill what and cool, crap, you know? Yeah. Like like she's like oh do you want to raise the limit? And He's like you know no problems here. Like he just <laughs> know he like knows in advance he's just gonna win. Yeah. Yeah, and then well, he, what's he, amazing here, and then he goes on to. He beats her. She's quite a good loser. Um Then, you know, and then he, you know, he, d- he picks her up sort of thing, you know, and it's just like this, you know, has a little back and forth. And he's he's so smooth and suave, man. It's no wonder this, you know, went on to become like the alpha male juggernaut that Bond symbolizes, man. He's just so, you know, it's so like effortless with with the ladies, you know, and just he's like, you know, I mean, you know, the numbers on the card, you know, sort of thing. It's just bang, you know, and then just walks off, you know, he's done, you know, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's like, like he's, he's like organised, you're going to go somewhere and we're going to have dinner
1: afterwards. So you know?
0: smooth, man. And there's no texting, no, like, back at the... Man, it's just like, <laughs> you know, you're there and that's it, you know. You agree a time and a place and, you know, simple as that, isn't it? Yeah,
1: back when yeah. people didn't cancel on each other. Yeah, so man, it it's is. like...
0: Well, I mean, this is... I always wonder that when people... Didn't, they just i guess you just don't turn up and then what do you You wait for however long half an hour and then, yeah guess, well you might ring each other i guess be like yeah well, right, yeah, I can't be
1: phone booth
0: and yeah send a telegram you know whatever yeah man <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah right let- yeah man um anyway so we get that we get uh yeah some numbers on the card so then he uh pops off to uh, mi6 headquarters we see that you know a classic obviously money penny throws the hat you know we get all that good stuff uh money penny Lois maxwell's money penny of course mm-hmm. so we get our first uh we get to meet her for the first time yeah the fun fact as well about her is um she's actually wearing her own clothes for this because the uh basically for smaller roles they didn't have you know the uh the money for the wardrobe so they're just like yeah just put on your Sunday best i guess wow that's interesting to me because Tom, Tom was pointing out to me a lot last night about uh, how, obviously, Doctor No is meant to be Chinese and, and a lot of the actors or the characters in this film are supposed to be Asian or Oriental, you know, and Chinese. But uh, they obviously weren't, you know. You'd have, like, kind of more, I don't know, like, people that... I, I don't know what they, they was Or, you know, they have some Indian guys or something yeah. like that. You know, there was, there was actors there that clearly weren't Asian... But I guess that must have been a budgeting thing, like, or they, there was just a shortage of Asian actors for this. Or you know, maybe they were just like, yeah, we, we could totally get away with this in this day and age. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, that that that, that was interesting to me. So anyway, so he goes Well, actually, see. yeah. Money Lois Maxwell. Be despite being you know meant to be you know British efficiency, uh, Lois Maxwell is Canadian. So
1: yeah, I literally. <laughs> How about that? Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. Then we uh and, so, and then we we meet um Bernard Lee's M. So, he's smoking the pipe, you know, he's a bit old school like that. So, um, oh, his right, Navy days,
1: cool. which you can assume from like his surrounding, he's got like paintings of ships and stuff, so. right? Right, right. Oh, yeah.
0: And actually, I mean, again, I, I did not notice this whatsoever, but with M's office, um, again, a budget constraint for this, they actually had to construct a lot of it, uh, the walls and so on, by uh, painted cardboard, and they put like a uh, like some sort of um leathery looking like plastic film over it to make it look all you know legit Eight and stuff yeah wow wow That's i did not know that <laughs>
1: um
0: what i what i found interesting in this scene is how bond actually he you know he's put on the back foot in this scene you know it's not often that happens to bond but in this he's forced to trade in his Beretta for a for a wolfer for PPK, mm. and he gets roasted for it as well, man. Right? Yeah, it's like a, yeah. it's a woman's gun, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like for a handbag, you know. That? They're like roasting it, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's, uh, that that's something to do with uh, what I was going to ask you later on in the quiz, um, the reasons as to why and so on, um, because you know, like he says, a breast doesn't have any stopping power. Uh, this this was because a fan wrote in actually to. Um, tell ian fleming in the uh with his novels that yeah you know, i heard about this yeah yeah that that actually you know wealth pbk would be much more appropriate for someone like 007 because you know like and actually the, i think on the blu-ray disc of this there's um uh and like a, an extra you know special feature of of uh the guy who um i'm not going to say his name because that's the question for you later oh, um okay. who show who actually shows um the difference between the two like he shoots like a can of like tomato soup or something with the bro, and then he only makes like a small hole in it whereas like the wealth PPK like blows it like a like it literally like half destroys the can just from that.
1: Right wow Yeah and I wonder if you noticed Henry I don't know if you two noticed but um, there's this quite a well known filming mistake kind of that they had with M when he says uh, since I've been head of mi he's meant to say M I. Seven, I think, but he says yeah. MI six, and then they kind of like mixed the two. So he's like, uh, since I've been head of MI seven, and then like, um, so
0: yeah, that's double. I don't know
1: why that was. I think it was he, said, he said he said
0: MI six, and they dubbed over him with MI seven yeah. because they didn't want to offend the MI six organization. Yeah, um, oh. which, which I find fun interesting actually, because uh, this this uh, potentially opens up the uh, James Bond and John English University <laughs> Yeah, shed man. Yeah, <laughs> we'll never know that. Um. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I I always found the yeah, and he you know you get a few lines. You know he says you know you got license to kill, not be killed. Um, you get you know and and Bond you know he very reluctantly has to leave his bread and he even tries to sneak off with it. And he goes no, fucking leave it on this table, man. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, yeah. So yeah, I love the get stressed down a bit there. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get his mission briefing as well, which is like. Yep. The point oh, yeah, 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 it goes, oh, well, what do you know about something really minute, specific? Goes, oh, not much. And then gives a full analysis of what Yeah, exactly. It's like, because <laughs> that becomes that here is the thing is, here, like, Sean Connery does it in such a matter of fact way, you, you can very easily miss that as being humor. What, what I like is when Roger Moore goes and develops it to like nth degree, man, with like,
2: yeah.
0: I oh, know, actually, is it Sean Connery who does the butterflies later on? No, no that's George no, Lazenby. That is Roger Moore. Lazenby. No, it's George Lazenby he does it. Yeah, you're right. Okay, he does it the best. Yeah, <laughs> he, he does such. Roger a, good, Moore anyway, does it a it, couple times as well. Yeah. he's just trying to be smart with him, man. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's trying to outsmart him. I love it. Um, yeah. But the the thing is as well, yeah. So his mission is like, uh, well, the main problem is the Americans are like, uh, you know, that you know they're getting annoyed because they're rockets that they're trying to send to space haven't landed on the moon by this point. Um, yeah, you know, space race with the Russians. They're, they were like, oh, well, you know, someone keeps basically using radio beams to, you know, send our, our rockets off track and, you know, they crash and so on. You know, it's quite expensive, bit of an issue to deal with. And, you know, the British being best buddies with them by this point, um, you know, obviously need to give them a hand with it. Uh, and they were thinking it was coming from Jamaica. And this kind of doesn't seem like so much of an issue, like, you know, like now kind of, you know, back then the space race was like huge and so on, you know, people at least a lot more invested in it than, you know, it doesn't happen anymore. So yeah, at least, at least in this day and age.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um But as well, this is in the same year as the Cuban Missile Crisis. And um, the, I mean, the Americans were suspecting that the uh, Soviets or the Cubans or both were actually using Cuba to kind of mess with their space program as well. So that was kind of relevant in the day, which is why, like, you know, the, I mean this is this is typically what bomb pots revolve around, you know, what the what the terror of that day is, you know, ends up being yeah. More often than not, Spectre is, you know, doing the same thing. So
1: yeah. yeah. Makes you wonder like what Spectre's like I suppose it's just to cause general terror like and
0: Well that's like, one of the na- things in the acronym, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> terror terrorism's part of the T in Spectre. Yeah, yeah. No, Spectre T is for trolling, you know. Yeah um foolery. so then we get uh okay so then um okay so then bomb goes back to oh yeah oh yeah oh, as well you get M telling him yeah um your your flight leaves in at uh, seven so you got three hours 23 minutes to get on it you know it's that that becomes a bit of a trope as well which i love you know it's just like okay <laughs> You're just like, all oh, this bond. Yeah, he like he like rings money penny as well as soon as he gets out of the office. Like, yeah, forget the usual, you know, power. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just tells Bond to go, eat man. shit, man, all the time, <laughs> It's it's quite
1: funny. It's funny, yeah. like James Bond, um when he tries to get like James Bond's um i don't know assess james bond's like diligence stuff it's like when do you sleep and this <laughs> happens in like 3 a.m they mentioned in the film he's like never on the on the firm's time or something like that and yeah like, sit down like i feel like m's impressed when james bond like gives the answer by how he says like sit down but uh um, when sorry well when he comes in, it's like happens to be 3 a.m when do you sleep 007 and he's like um well, oh time, time so, and he's like did do you say that? that? Yeah, he yeah, he does. And, well, um, I was
0: going to mention that line, but anyway. And, yeah,
1: it's like and he like threat Loki like, threatens him at one point when he's like unless you prefer to give that Stanford. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah,
0: man, yeah. Cuz Bond r- refused to give up his gun. He's like, "Oh yeah, unless you want to, you know, go." Yeah, man, he he bullies Bond, man, a lot. So like, puts him in his place, you know, which is always interesting. Um, so anyway so then we get to, yeah he goes back to his apartment um, you know to get ready to get on his flight and uh, we get a bit of a fake out here you know and because um, it's like you get some dramatic 60s you know music and stuff and uh, what I liked is that you know he takes his shoes he he, susp- he he senses someone's in the place and he takes his shoes off he walks around in his socks so I, was, I I like the little things they do here I think problem with this film sometimes is there's a bit too much exposition it's like Bond does something and then explains to you what he's doing. Mm. But this is one of those moments where you just, you know, he takes his shoes off. And he doesn't Yeah, no, I'm taking my shoes off right yeah, now. He so. explain he Over looks at the camera and explains now this no this is a That happens a lot in this noise. film. Charles kind of like, oh I forgot that happens, you know, he explains a lot of stuff that's going on, but it's okay. Um and Well you know for us uh, yeah it's room temperature IQ audience members. Right. You know. And uh <laughs> anyway, so it turns out yeah, he you know kicks the door down and it's like it's just it's a fake out, it's Sylvia Trench there just wearing one of his shirts probably nothing else (laughs) and uh yeah and we just you know we get again another sort of trope where he's like you know oh she's like oh how how soon do you have to leave immediately almost immediately yeah Yeah, exactly
1: adds on an hour or half now like yeah
0: (laughs) it sounds up like you know like the next day to jamaica and they've already like destroyed the rocket you know yeah man
1: (laughs) one thing i like about the travel scene that we go into is like and they kind of make a thing out of like looking at the plane landing and stuff and then um the airport because back then travel was like such a like a glamorous yeah. luxurious thing to do with. And well,
0: really, yeah.
1: kind of make a thing out of it when he's going to these really like distant locations for like an english exotic yeah, yeah
0: definitely yeah well you yeah. know and also the fact that the, the plane shot is also a bit of product placement but you know it's still <laughs> yeah. Cinematically speaking, quite you know, nice to look at, but I mean, uh, that, that happens for a few decades. I mean, I, I seem to remember in that happens in Moonraker, you know, you get yeah, a few yeah, yeah the pan out, die another day as well. I think,
1: yeah, I feel like in die another day's case, they're like that's more of like a homage because it's a 20th bomb film, right? Um, I, mean, I think that's yeah, the maybe. 40th bomb anniversary as well. When that's released, and I just remember it by the so just kind of do a little playing. London, London yeah, calling as yeah, well, they do. Yeah, know, like, yeah, can't wait to you
0: <laughs> Done Other Day, <laughs> anyway. Um. Okay, now this is this is fun, you know. Yeah, because he arrives at the airport and it's just a sign mm. of the times, man. You know, s- smoking in the airport, man. You, you know, it's you like just no can't... security, basically. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Back in back in the yeah, they they probably like they probably it's like the... looked at the size of his suitcase and it was like, yeah, not big enough for a bomb. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> got yeah, getting nostalgic about a time I never lived in, but um, so Bond is uh, immediately he's, He walks into the jaws of you know jaws of death because he's got like instantly three people in him so we've got you know a random stalker who goes on to yeah to he has, his, he has, he has his he's doctor got a photographer yeah he's got a photographer and he's got this chauffeur and um you know bond bond's thinking on his feet obviously he goes oh you know i'll go and uh because oh, i'm just going to go check my reservation he finds out that obviously they didn't send him a car so he's like okay this guy's like yeah, dodgy and i need to sort him out i then. love
1: the little detective bit yeah like, when i was little like these sorts of like things like little conversations and stuff just went over mm. my head but as i grew up i was like appreciate oh, that's him. what he's doing and like and um i find it funny like how um, felix light is supposed to be like this really mysterious person but for me like when you see he's basically wearing like women's yeah, I was, yeah yeah that was yeah, always like rug from under his feet and it's just kind of
0: that's funny. the fashion back then wasn't it <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is that I find funny is that James Bond like knows this guy's dodgy, just gets in the car anyway just to like mess yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. He's
0: like, yeah, he's like, I'm not trapped in here w- with you. You're trapped in here with me, like sort of thing. Like sits right. Yeah, him. Yeah.
1: Right, completely takes control of it. And I like it's the thing that they kind of trope that they kind of get going with, but they actually don't do as well in some other Bond films. That I think later, it's like the villain has like a kind of entourage, kind of like the, these little villains like. They're not like villains with like special like um you know missions or like they're like just really simple people like a photographer is supposed mm. to get information. Mm. They're really like people who can blend in and uh I'll I'll make a bit more of a point of this later when we come to one of the issues James brought mm-hmm. up when we're watching it. Um
0: so yeah, he gets he gets in the um he gets in the car with the with the chauffeur. Um I've got in here, car and hat. Oh yeah, when they're driving, I, cause he's like, Oh, we're being pursued and the, they start driving really quick and his hat is still firmly on his yeah. head. I, yeah, I kind of always, that was so blow-off, man, but okay. Um okay, so then they pull they pull over, they lose whoever was tailing them, Felix like, I think. Mm. And uh and then, you know, you know, this guy's like sweating sweating buckets, man, the chauffeur, and then, you know, as he gets back up, Bond's got a gun to his neck. Um and yeah, just like kicks his ass, man, basically. Like I think he uses yeah. judo, right?
1: Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he tries uh, to
0: get he tries to get his gun out the uh, you know, thing and then he just like right. just like, yeah. Very knocks cool. his and Bob man, he's like not even breaking so he gets the pocket square out, man. I love it, you know, he's just like so blase, it's like not even it's
1: so routine, like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's, he's, it's, it's the first time I see him fighting in this, this yeah. series, but it's um, his first kill as well. Yeah, it's not really because the guy kills himself with cyanide and cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, right, but you're right, technically, yeah. you could, yeah. But um, I like oh, how
0: makes he God kill himself.
1: It's so routine, like what James Chicksal. Bond says in these, he's like, um, oh, get up, and then um. Mm. And then, like, when he beats him, he's like, now nah, I'll talk. And he's like, he's just like a process for him. Yeah, almost. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's just, <laughs> yeah, he's so in control. I always find it quite amusing the, how, uh, like, over the top the fight is. It's like, yeah. almost like watching gymnastics, right, you know? Yeah. But I suppose maybe, it's like, yeah, something straight out of a judo class or something. I always find that a little bit, um, I don't know if that's realistic or not, because, I don't know. We're so used to seeing fights like how, you know, in a fight scene, whatever, like Jason Bourne or whatever. But back then, yeah, you had this like very. And I don't. Know, I mean, yeah, that is how it would work if you used the correct judo techniques, but I don't know yeah well and yeah, then again the kick in the uh over the top 60s music as well during this as well yeah exactly. very, I, I could like literally hear it playing in my head and, you know yeah me too like
1: that's just etched
0: into my memory so anyway this uh chauffeur he's you know when he's supposed to talk he asks for a cigarette and then um you know one of them's got cyanide in it so uh you know he it's uh, so, uh it's bites so funny, it. Like, suicide like, pill
1: it's so funny like um uh, just like kind of tried presumably tried to lure james bond to death in some capacity mm-hmm. he like and just tried to like fight him as well like he still like gives him the grace of like a cigarette <laughs> that's yeah. how like ingrained cigarette, cigarette yeah smoking yeah yeah, yeah. Back then.
0: and um yeah i just found it interesting like this is you know what what this does successfully, but I think not so much with the real value because you know these people would rather. And Bond goes on to remark about it, you know, later on. But you know, we we'll address it now. The fact that oh, this guy would rather kill himself than talk. And obviously, for the sake of the film, that's the, the story. It's like, Oh, was building up the tension of like Doctor No and like yeah. all this stuff. But I don't really buy it. I, I'm I'm not convinced the guy would really like kill himself over that. You know, like than talk. Why? You can just say a lie or something, man, or whatever, like, there's... Or disappears. So it p- can't have been hard to disappear in the 60s, man, you know, like... I don't know, man. Yeah, Spectre's got people all over the globe. Yeah, yeah. dude,
1: you see that, like, through Mr. all these White. people, like, they would have... <laughs> maybe,
0: these, maybe, yeah. maybe. I- I'm still not really convinced by that, but whatever. So then uh, Bond uh, goes up to government house, he pulls up with a dead body, you know, in the back, <laughs> yeah. you know, sure he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, and then the guy, like, is like, oh, all right. And then he, he yeah. realises, like, Double take, yeah. Um, in the government house, which is a magnificent building, by the way. Mm. Um, inside the government house, yeah, he's there. He's having a chat with those guys, and he's, you know, I love the the, the language. You know, that they use is is so uh, interesting. Is you know, guys, you know, um, like you know uh, it sounds like you know people people how ha- you know news of my rival is leaked you know and it's like oh well we didn't tell him it was like oh I was under the impression you were selling tickets you know <laughs> like oh, I, was, I found that amusing. Like, he's just like really giving it to them yeah.
2: yeah
0: um and then he goes over to the scene of the crime which <laughs> is uh, you know where the secretary was uh, assassinated he does a bit of detective work there he's looking at pictures he finds a receipt from den there's a bit of a jump cut as well yeah.
1: It reminds me a bit of like an escape room, really, like just looking around the room for clues and stuff like where to go next. Uh, Henry and I went in the escape room whilst in it just really? kind of, yeah, we're, we're in Australia. Like, oh. um, So you just, yeah, I get that. that a bit When you found like the thing from Dent Laboratories in, in the book somewhere. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah, um, I get
0: those sort of vibes from this uh, from that scene as well. Like, I don't know, it maybe it's the fold out, you know, like radio in the wall, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So then, um, then he goes back to the hotel. Um, you know, we got like a bit of you know, he puts, he, we see a couple of like techniques that he has yeah, to, yeah. you know, see. So he puts yeah. the hair, plucks a hair and puts it across the. Yeah, and then talcum the powder on his briefcase, you know.
1: For lack of talcum powder back in the day, though, I used to like try and put hair on like drawers and like wardrobes and drawers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I see if like someone had been through like my stuff or whatever. And, I, d- like...
0: I think I tried doing that once but my hair's so light like it just I wouldn't. Yeah you wouldn't be able it. to. Yeah yeah I, I mean <laughs> i tried try that too so you know it's the impact this film had. It's probably had like a 10,000% increase in people doing this in their homes you know like. Yeah Sean Connery was like you know he saw he was balding and thought okay let me like not stick out so much let me get this trend going of people plucking their hair man so <laughs> I don't feel so left out. Yeah. Um a- so then, uh, Bond goes to meet Quarrel. Now, uh, this is our first Bond ally. I mean, kind of, we saw Felix like, but we didn't introduce him. He's not him. an ally yet. Yeah, but we do meet uh, Quarrel. Um, so, this is the, like the very first kind of Bond ally. We don't know he's an ally either at this moment, but, uh, you know, he's, v- he's very coy. He's like not giving away too much information. Yeah. He's I, like, li- I, like, I like this dialogue between him as well. He's good, likes- isn't it? I really yeah, so- like Quarrel. So I'm, yeah, he's like, I'm a friend of Strangler's. It's like, oh, ain't that nice? I like yeah, friends yeah. of friends, you know? Yeah. He's just I like, like basically, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, he, like, he like stonewalls every single one of James yeah. Bond's. Yeah. He 100% knows who James Bond
0: is. By had. the way, props to Sean Connery, man. This is, like, the Jamaican beach. I don't know how hot it was there. And he's walking away, and he's walking <laughs> around in his grey It's a brave and bold choice, man. Yeah, yeah so. of course, chilling, man. He dresses like I do, you know, like, you know, just shorts <laughs> and a T-shirt, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's going to, like, represent, like, he's going to be the... Uh, enforcer of I don't know empire wherever he goes. Yeah, he's not like see. making
0: any efforts to blend in, is he? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Yeah exactly. Go. Um so anyway, so he has a chat with Quarrel. Uh Quarrel just, you know, sort of excuses himself and Bond follows him to the bar and he goes, Oh well, look who it is, you know, the, the Yeah guy my friend who gets, gets addresses dress mixed up. up. Yeah. Um some good banter there. Um it, it ends up oh we have the owner of the bar, Puss Fella. Yeah. Like kind of named well, it's meant to mean that he uh, he uh, wrestled with an octopus or something. And in the film, it's they changed it to an alligator. Yeah, yeah, in the film, an alligator, but in the book, an octopus. So yeah. in the Didn't film, his name makes no sense.
1: But actually, you know, I was picked up on that because did you know there's actually no alligators in Jamaica? So he couldn't wrestle with them. And even if you do wrestle with, like, if you try to wrestle with them, it would be very hard to, like, actually wrestle in traditional sense with an alligator because not only is it obviously really strong... Like when they bite you or get hold of your limb, what they almost always do is like immediately twist in like the water or whatever to try and rip off the uh, thing that you have. Like, so you got to roll with them if that scenario ever happens to you. But okay. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, I'll
0: like, take notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> um... So anyway, so Coral uh, leads him into the back and he's, he's like, after you, you know, they're, they're just like, the trust, you know, there's like, absolute. they're just like both waiting for fights to break out, they yeah. see, which which is what happens. So, uh, you know, um, Coral yeah. backs out the shank, you know, he's like, there, he's like, you know, and then Bond is like, Bond's like, yeah, whatever. And then he, feather comes from behind him, tries to like, restrain him, but then Bond just, you know, he, like, destroys them, Man, he kicks the knife out of his hand, flips them over, you know, and they're both like, on their backsides, you know. Um and but and I was kind of like, this actually got me a little bit, because I, I was I was kind of, you know, I was investing myself in the story a bit and I was like, you know, I was like, oh wow, he fucking destroyed them, you know. And it's like almost to, to a level where it's embarrassing for them. <laughs> and then he backs out with his gun, you know, and then and you think, wow, bond man, nothing can touch him. And then bang, he like he walks into another gun, you're like, oh okay. That yeah. that kind of almost got me yourself. I was like, oh wow, you know, it's like yeah. it's good, isn't it?
1: Mm. Keeps keeps the suspense going a little bit. Yep.
0: And it turns out to be Felix Leiter, so uh, a man we gone to become very familiar with over the <laughs> following decades. Um, what I like yeah. is Bond, uh, Bond. You know, he asks him where his suit is. Uh, suit's from Savile Row, which is you yeah, know, which is actually cool. where Sean Connery got his uh, suits from. And well, the funny, it's, su- it's the the most fashionable street in the world, yeah. arguably. So. And, and yeah, the funny thing is actually um, when they were getting the um, suits for it's like. Like just to guarantee they'd they'd be just you know perfect for like they'd still look good after being in a fight and so on. Uh, the guy like was like to Sean Connery like, look, you go to sleep in this suit and you'll wake up and it'll still look great. And sh- to much to Sean Connery's surprise, it actually did. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so then uh, okay, so so then you know he makes a joke. I hope uh, Puss Vel can cook better than he fights, you know, yeah. which presumably he does. Um. So we cut so and there's like very sort of Jamaican vibes here. So there's a party going on in this bar, and uh, the you know the three of them are having a chat. Yeah,
1: uh, there's one.
0: And, it, when the camera does pan though, you see one guy's proper enjoying himself. I don't know yeah, if he's, he's, he's he's on, on the on yeah he's yeah. on something for sure, man. He, yeah, But good for him. And um, and then uh, you know while they're having a chat, um, uh, there's the flash for photo-, photo is taken, and they go yeah. and app- Coral goes and apprehends the photographer, who we get to meet now. And um...
1: it's quite funny. like... interrogating her, yeah. It's quite funny, like to think if that was done in like modern days. She would just take like a phone with the flash. <laughs> yeah, off, of That'd course. Be the yeah. Just go
0: off. <laughs> Sign of the times. Um, <laughs> man, there's a bit where she gets this. Always like, oh, I grossed me out when I was a kid, man. She gets like a stone or a rock or something. Yeah, then, that's like, the thing. I, I for the longest time didn't know what it was. That's a flashbulb. It's part of the camera.
1: Oh. oh right I didn't know that like, yeah it, it was, was never like... like some weird rock thing which is nice somewhere. yeah i thought it was a bit yeah. jewelry yeah. or something it I could only it
0: could a- only be used once so i assume that's why she just had them on her so okay interesting oh, yeah, yeah but Korra doesn't isn't phased man he's just like yeah, he doesn't flinch he doesn't, yeah like yeah. he doesn't care man um he just peeled some, some of his skin off he's just like yeah whatever yeah, she he's like, Yeah, you want me to break her arm then? And he's like, Nah, next time, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, he's like, Second time nothing's come out, give her arm like, So yeah. like her she fails to get a picture of him
0: again for yeah. the second time. So uh, yeah. you know, she the gets first, a pretty, like, He does yeah, destroy Because the, yeah. the first time, yeah, she's like, I only got your hat at the airport when he had his Oh airport. yeah, she yeah, yeah, she gives it she gives him some as well. I, I like that, you know. She's yeah, like yeah, not, yeah. He, she's yeah where Sean Connery had his Doctor Gordon moment, you know, where he, he's like lights up the room but then he has <laughs> his hat over <laughs> yeah. his face
1: yeah man um i like how this conversation goes as well like they mm -hmm. just oh you limeys can be pretty touchy about trespassing who owns this blah 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 and like he's like james ball's losing his patience because these people are like they seem to know everything about them and like why they're there but they know nothing about like who Mm. who they're against and there's like nothing but his name dot to know and yeah that's how it closes
0: and it's a callback to like you know when they find the file and that kind of scene closes with just Dotson and then close with him saying and you're like, okay, this is like... Yeah, it's like, because it, No owns Crab Key and they can't go there yeah, and so Yeah, building the mystery there. Okay, so then uh, we, uh, we, we're reunited with three blind mice. They show up again. They uh, nearly killed Bond, but uh, they're just at the last second, you know, and if, that, if they'd been successful there, then we wouldn't have <laughs> 27 films in front of us, but, uh, you know... Um... That's Bond uh, escaping with his life get there.
1: The uh, fanfare as well to make sure that something dramatic is about Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. He goes and meets Dent, um, who then, you know, bricks it. He, you know, he pulls out the receipt and he's like, you know, gets, you know, has a quick chat with him. And then he goes over, and then Dent goes over to Doctor No. He goes to visit him, not in person, but just to, you know, still in broad daylight. Like, yeah, in this, in this scene behind me, as you can see, yeah. there's there's Professor Dent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love, I love, I love the um, the construction here by Ken Adams. It's amazing, like, it isn't it is, it is It's design. so
1: simple, but it's like so kind of, I don't know, like claustrophobic in a way. Even though it's in a big room, mm-hmm. it's like it's just him and um, yeah, yeah, and
0: yeah. Him. yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so his very voice, very intimidating. Yeah. Even though it's like well lit, there's natural daylight and everything, it's still it's like, like a cell. Yeah. He's like very... a bird in the cage, almost. Like you know, looks, yeah. it makes him look so, tiny. You know.
1: Speaking of things in cages, he mm. picks up the tarantula. Which apparently is like, it's kind of takes a bit like the seriousness away because that apparently that particular species of tarantula or whatever is like not life threatening at all if it bites you. It just kind of, I don't know, it gives you like swelling or something. For a bite.
0: Well, yeah, but obviously they're not gonna yeah use who a yeah real like, in like my killer killer this on the film.
1: Well, show, in, in, no, I know, but like in the um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's they should. have, I don't know. They could. They had to use it for like filming purposes, of course. Exactly. But like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I mean, think about this. I imagine, did the job, man.
0: Yeah. imagine you're a British movie girl man. The biggest thing you ever seen is like, you know, like your long legs in the corner of your room, and then like you see this <laughs> thing, man. Like, comes out from,
2: like,
0: yeah, details. that that just like yeah, I think traumatized all of us, man. Like your yeah, arachnophobia exactly. kicks in when you, oh mate. Yeah, think, yeah, you know, probably... Sean Connery also had like yeah. severe yeah. arachnophobia yeah. as well for this. So, sorry. Sean Connery also had severe arachnophobia, so yeah, I did. that's why they had to get a stunt double to do a lot of that. Oh, oh, right. That's
1: how it works, actually. The spider, when you see it on like the um glass, that they have like a little glass yeah, yeah, in yeah. between them. But for the close-ups, it's his stunt double who had to have that thing actually on. And what
0: I was gonna say is because I know it's like I know Sean Connery's not like you know he's not like he's out of shape or anything, but there's big big arms like that stunt double had. I kind of noticed like oh it's like. Biceps, they were quite like quite big, you know. So, I'm like, Yeah, I'm they not sure that is,
2: yeah.
0: yeah, but I, wasn't, I just wasn't sure it was Sean Connery, and then that explains it, yeah. It didn't quite, but anyway, I think we get a bit of a sigma moment from Dr. No as well because, uh, you know, Dent comes, he's like, Yeah, I, I wanted to warn you, and he goes, Warn me, yeah. yeah. I love, like, he like, he like belittles him, man. He's like, You know, oh, oh, your our attempts attempt failed special. to kill Bond, means your attempts failed, yeah, yeah, um, so that's interesting. Then, um, yeah, Bond goes back to the hotel. He sees the hair's gone. He sees that his briefcase has been, uh, you know, um, rumbled. And yeah. uh, he a pull a vodka and then... Yeah, and then pulls, he's like, ah, oh, this might be smart. Let me just uh, get my back up. Yeah, Poor old Bond, book. man. He has to buy two bottles of everything, you know, uh, just in case. Hmm. Um, anyway, so then he goes to have a kip and then uh, the spiders... This is the worst murder weapon ever, ever by the way. Just like, well, what's Dr. No trying to do? He's like setting Dent up to fail, man. Like, you know... Like just to, oh yeah, just uh, put the spider in his room and hopefully he won't just crawl up into the corner or down a drain or something man. he's gonna yeah. hang he,
1: like, he leaves it under the covers and everything though, like the spider's probably not gonna go anywhere. I am not sure if it's warm and like cozy for it. It's not I don't I, I don't know. Is Jamaica, I think they were just capitalising on like general like English ignorance. Like if they see something that's like threatening looking that's just gonna it's like oh no, yeah, he's screwed if that thing bites him, basically. Mm. So, but yeah.
0: still, I think, you know, for a, for this scene, especially when we, uh, we were younger, I just think it still works pretty well. Oh, that, yeah, it's so the tense, tense music as well, well. And you see Sean Connery, he's like sweating, you know, and everything. He's like, you yeah. know. He sells it's, it, you it's know. very convincing. Um, but then it's kind of like a little bit spoiled, man, by like the music and like the synchronized with him hitting the thing. And it's like, ah, oh, it's just, I don't know, I just don't like it. I know it's like. 60s but still oh no, i thought at yeah, least yeah. though at least they it's not the only time they use that music they use it later on so I'm like okay I kind of yeah or also I respect is it, did he use his, like the, his, the hit the butt of his gun or did he like have a hammer next to his bed or something he just keeps uh, there you know oh
1: like, I thought
0: it was a slipper maybe or something
1: maybe something like that um but he, he <laughs> was fist looking. Yeah no, is what I find pretty grim is like how it took multiple hits to kill as well. So um, and I think it was something I can't quite remember correctly, but I think maybe one of the novels like it may, might mention that he actually does have arachnophobia and he after he kills the spider he's like really violently ill and you kind of see that in the film a little bit as well because he goes into the bathroom, he seems like briefly like touch his stomach like he's huh. about to throw up and then just changes scene.
0: Interesting. I mean, if this is a me- if, uh, you know, James Bond had been an American character, he would have lit that spider up, man. Like,
1: you know. I'd have
0: lit the, I'd have lit the house up, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, mate. No way, see? man. I... Just shoot him to death.
1: It was already on him. So, like, crawling up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mate. Uh, I'd have quit there and then, man. Anyway. <laughs> um, so then uh, he goes uh, over to the government house again. And uh, he catches the secretary eavesdropping. Which is you know quite so bait, man. She's like, no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's
1: like, like exact. whole and tries to like deny it <laughs>
0: as well. Yeah, so I was just looking for these files, and he's like, Of course, you know, yeah. Um, and he goes, picks her up as well. He's like, Yeah, let's let's meet her. And she's like, Oh, what do I do? And a strange man asks me, He's like, Yeah, you should say yes. It's <laughs> like, so, Okay, yeah, it's, yeah, strong you know, dating tips, you know, yeah, man. He's like, yeah, but you know, so full of swagger and confidence. You know, it's like you can't say no to him, really, can you? <laughs> um. Anyway, then uh, we go, we go meet them back on the on the beach. They're checking out the boat, uh, Coral's boat, and they're trying to work out, again. Detective work. They've got a guy counter there and they're trying to look where the rocks were. And it's like, oh, radioactive. So they kind of, you know, put two two together with Dent because Dent said the samples weren't radioactive when Bomb went there. So. That's a cool bit of detective work once again, and then they start talking about a dragon.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, that dragon on such... crab key. Yeah. So. Um...
1: I think it's like it really adds to, um, I don't know, the intimidation Doctor No tries to put up around him. Like, mm. He's got people like really everywhere. He's got like people in the the sec the guy's office, like looking through the files. He's got people with camera. Well, He's got people supposedly working his reports. going out, fake chauffeurs, everything. Mm-hmm. So you can get why, like, they're like so terrified and like mm-hmm. intimidated because, like, if they like rat him out or something, they're going. That's it for them and mm-hmm. whoever they have like in their lives, probably as well. So mm-hmm. I think yeah, it would really have... the atmosphere of the villain.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could have hotel staff on payroll. Even you know, if you go to your uh, premiere and you might just get killed. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, what, the um, the <laughs> and while, while, we met, while we we're on the subject with Spectre, obviously Spectre is something which goes on to, you know, for better or worse, you know, return yeah. uh, further down the line, Henry. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a word which means so much more now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so. um, and anyway, I think what is cool, though, is just because in Quantum of Solace, they, you know, I, and whether you view the Daniel Craig films as a reboot or not is irrelevant because they Spectre does come on actually no, they do it before they call it Spectre. And he's like, you know, Mr. White in Quantum Solace at the beginning, he's like, you know, we have people everywhere. Yeah, yeah that's when it was and then bang, you know, it. so it's like yeah. 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 We'll
1: talk about that for Cosmos. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I just think it's just interesting that, you know, it's kind of even that kind of thing is set up in this film.
2: Yeah.
0: Well yeah um, well, well, re- also just a quick question before we move on. Do you reckon that Spider at a positive K D ratio or not? Or was that his, like, first job and it failed?
1: I'm not sure. I feel like... I <laughs> Did he go through training for that? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It, yeah, yeah it was, just... he, was he on payroll?
1: Yeah, I just... I like to think that, like, Spectre might have... Because the villains sometimes have these dangerous pets as well. Like, mm, they just have, yeah. like, this I don't know, zoo of, like, really dangerous animals and they just take one out when they need it and then... Yeah, yeah,
0: like... Uh... Like, from Russia with Love, and they've got, like, the training camp, they've got, like, one specifically for all the uh, deadly pets they have.
1: Yeah. It's, the thing it's really is, Blowfield's it's, like... cat. It, like, you know, you don't see this in the film, but those spiders can actually move really, really fast, like... Uh, so, yeah. I don't know whether it would have been best to have it crawling on James Bond or have it run out from under a curtain at him or something, but mm. that might have been anti-climb. Yeah, but
0: it might have been a bit dumb, like, watching him, like, run around the room trying to find it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe... So then, anyway, the secretary calls him, the eavesdropper, and she's like, yeah, come come to my place, you know. So he's like, oh, well, you know, Bond's not going yeah, no to say like, that. Yeah, so i got a sick view of the mountains, am I? Right? Yeah. She,
1: like, gives him directions as well. Right, like, right, yeah, no Google
0: way. Maps, man, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's um, the thing. how it was back then. Oh, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so he, he, you know, he gets on his bike, and then uh, we get our very first ever, no, actually second Bond car chase. This mm. is the first one where he's behind the wheel because kind of the chauffeur. There was like yeah, a yeah piece behind piece the thing. wheel and behind the uh, green screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the worst green screen of all time, yeah, man. Like, man. But to no, be fair though, for sixty-two, even
1: talking about green-screening, man, like no, no, no but come no. on, Henry, we
0: watched Batman sixty-six. Even that had like better. Effect yeah, than this. like apparently. Yeah, that's true.
1: Apparently, like other films back at the time um, had like they didn't have such like glaring green screens behind. Like they had gr- green green screens of course but like it wasn't as like so poorly done as that huh. like even at the time so at the time it must have looked disappointing as well but maybe that was budgeting I right? we don't know yeah
0: well even well is sean connery oversells it he's oversteering he's got all these expressions and stuff man it's just that's what doesn't match up if he was a bit more i don't know i mean probably the directions he was given was like it just it's just something that aged very poorly yeah. Well, I so, I still think it's an alright chase, as well for some reason, for the longest time, I didn't realize like that those are the three blind mice in the hearse. Like, uh, don't know why. Yeah, they are. I, I kind of yeah. I never really put that together until that's kind way. of
1: their ride though. So like, yeah. I, I never had any problems realizing that that was them. Like, I don't know why they were trying. Like, I don't know what they were planning to do in the car chase. Like, off-road him or something. Yeah,
0: man, they could push him off the cliff. Or just trying, trying to shoot like, him, shoot him
1: maybe. Yeah. Drive by, but. What I do like is that, um, like when they finally go over the hill and like burst into flames, which is just standard for anything that like crashes back then, uh, yeah. is like how James Bond gets his very first kill. Part yeah. And he's, like we're on their way to a funeral, and then the guys just like, yep.
0: yeah, yeah. May, may I say, does this remind you of any other films where there's a car crash on a mountain mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. with a, a large piece of things. with a yeah. large piece of yellow construction equipment on the road? Blocking. Yeah. That's that's funny for me, like how how he gets because his car is just low enough to like squeeze under that thing, and then, yeah, um, you know, there's it was a DB five, maybe not, you know. Yeah, very lucky then, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so then Bond, uh, Bond shows up to the secretary's house <laughs> in like emphatic fashion because she's just like, <laughs> oh, I was like, I didn't expect you here so soon, you know. He's like really caught with her you know, with her trousers down, almost literally. And, um, you know, so anyway, so he bangs her, you know, and then, uh, like, he's like, yeah. And then the first thing you see after he's, you know, he's, you know, he's like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) he's basically trying to ejaculate and evacuate, you know? (laughs) Yeah, man. He's like, blow your load and hit the road, man. But before he does, he goes oh, well, uh, I'm hungry.
2: <laughs> so go like,
0: yeah, yeah. Let's go to he's an there, He's chilling there. He's like, yeah, man, on top of the world, you know. And he's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> like, proper, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's like, oh, you know, I can I can make you some food at home, definitely not because I'm waiting for a Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like two yeah. hours late, you know, stuck in rush hour to, to kill you. but.
1: It's quite funny, like, how... Um... Um, how she go like the phone rings and that's obviously like yeah yeah yeah. And then yeah. Can you imagine James Bond was it was like while they were doing it in the bed, and then James Bond a on her over. Yeah
0: yeah yeah. That was that's amazing as well. I mean, like, you know, and and it's just the fact that she he definitely overhears the whole conversation. And it's she's like so the, those walls are paper thin, man. Yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah like, yeah. She's like she's like whispering and and then she's like okay I have, I have to, to go, go now. now.
1: Like, yeah yeah yeah.
0: So bad anyway. Man. Bond bon still gets to... Um...
1: He doesn't even care. Like there's, He can see there's a trap being laid, and he's like, yeah, I'll just hang around here for a bit oh, anyway. Well, you know? well, yeah, Bond's
0: bon, not going uh, to miss an opportunity. Might say. lay one of my own, you know? But anyway. Yeah, anyway, so... Uh, oh, yeah, and he also he even calls a taxi as well straight away, man. He's like, you know, he, does, he he's like so out of there, man. Um and it's funny cuz I, I almost got I was like yeah why does he call a taxi you know cuz he's like he's already got his car Then it's like it turns out it's for her so He doesn't
1: have a car.
0: Yeah he does taxi. How do you think yeah. he got
1: there? He just gives
0: her an excuse fobs yeah. it off and then yeah, he, yeah, and then she's yeah. like oh that explains why and he's like Yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's right. Um <laughs> And she spits it at him in the face, so, you know... Does, yeah, you know. Actually, that's the... Yeah. Uh, another interesting thing is that's the only time a woman has uh, ever, like... Well, it's, it's basically assaulted James Bond without him responding. Yeah. Retaliating, yeah.
1: To be fair, he just completely had her in his net, so there was nothing else, like... He didn't need, not at all. Be careful of her nail varnish and Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so... um. So what well, you know, Bonds you know busted up and left the heart pretty much. Yeah, and um, and so he sits there and he waits for Dent. So yeah, he's, he's like, like he stuffs a pillow, like a, you know, a pillow under yeah. the blankets, and he's like, yeah, yeah this, is- this, is- this is... like he does it in like five seconds. He's like, yeah, he doesn't even check to see how legit it looks. Do you reckon yeah. there's like, yeah, you know, delete scene of him walking in, pretending to be Dent. And he's like, oh yeah, actually <laughs> I should adjust that. You know, his head looks like it's broken. You know. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: that's like th- these villains like. Maybe, I don't know, they do so stuff so, kind of, po- they execute stuff so poorly, like, sometimes, it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to make sure he's dead, I'm going to s- empty my gun into him, and, uh, yeah, and presumably he's, like, going to kill, what's her name, for being, s- not Sylvia Trench, what's her name, Miss Tower, yeah. that's it, yeah, the secretary as well, and even though she's on, like, their side. I mean, yeah, you files. She doesn't, she doesn't, like, catch a few there, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, so anyway, so he's sat there uh, waiting for, and he's like, and this is, this is what I really appreciated upon this viewing. He's like playing, he's playing cards against himself with like a dummy hand. It's like, this is, you know, because he wins every card game. You're like, ah, it's just a bomb thing. But actually, you mm. know, he puts in the hours, man, you know, you got respect there. Like, he puts in the practice, you know, it doesn't just happen from overnight. He's like, he knows his stuff, man. And You get to see a little bit about it. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I like that as well. But like, this is, again, probably one of the best scenes in the film as well. Just like, yeah. Because, like, yeah, yeah, yeah Dent yeah. Den comes, he shoots, he's, like, probably, like, bricky, he's, like, oh, he's yeah, probably Den, Den, this, this is plan. the thing, what you mentioned earlier is, like, Dent has got desperate now, and this is the thing, so this is why the the actual attempts to kill Bond become, like, sloppier and sloppier, because yeah, they just shame. become more and more desperate. The yeah, yeah, because he, he was already meant to kill him with the tarantula, as per, you know, Dotson's request, and then he's like, right, i got to think of something real quick. Oh, he's going to bang my secretary, let me uh, head up over there real quick. yeah. Oh, three blind mice went down the hill. Well, uh, too bad for them.
1: Yeah, they're going one after the other at this point, aren't they?
0: <laughs> yeah. So then Dent shows up. He, you know, fires six rounds into the, into the uh, pillow. And then Bond closes the door behind him. You know, and uh, guy he drops his gun and he's like, a lot." Love- Bond's, Bonds, just full of confidence, man. And you don't really know why because he he sat there for the and He think, "Oh man, what was it?" He's- has he yep. not seen him reaching for the gun and stuff? And he pulls it up and then click. You know, it's empty. He's like, "Yeah, that's a Smith and Wesson. You've only got six. Now it's my turn." No, bang, bang! Had your six, and he just shoots, good. Six, shoots yeah. him twice, man. Yeah,
1: that is that's that was apparently later. That was seen as a bit controversial because how brutal it was. But yeah, I guess he's like kind of bitter because of that's the That's it, no? Yeah, he just
0: bombs he just, you. know, that's that's what you know. He's just he's an efficient assassin. That's you know, he's efficient. That's Efficient. Yeah, if he was efficient, uh, the most efficient assassin would only need one bullet. Well, yeah. right, there's one for yeah. strangle as well, you know.
1: He's very, um, like, very, like, uh, I guess, very Sigma moment where he's like, he's so calm and collected. Yeah, like, you've had your six.
0: Yeah, 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 very good. I want to play a game. <laughs> Let's do it. I have seven questions for uh, you and Tom. Um, okay. And uh, these, these are all actually basically well, you could say chronological order. So, first of all, who was actually in the gun barrels of this film? Oh, I thought these were going to be numerical questions. Uh, some of them Who's are. Who's the gun barrel? I, I, man, I...
1: I think it's, like, a stunt double, but they don't, like... I forgot his specific name, but, like, they, for a few of them, they didn't actually have Sean Connery doing it. Like,
0: I'm going to guess... Um, not sure. I'm going to guess terence young why not no is i think i might give the point to tom because it is sean connery's stunt double but his name is bob simmons so. okay oh, yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. go on then All right. now that's one. Uh, one to tom nil to james how much was sean connery paid for being james bond in this
1: oh i think i know this i think it's like well the thing is when you're doing these questions like how are you going to distinguish like, whoever
0: gets closer yeah. He's got yeah. number. So yeah,
1: I think it was about 100k at the time, and then I'm not sure about how that was inflation adjusted. I think it was 0.1 million,
0: 100,000 grand, 100,000 pounds. Uh, <laughs> I've got a clue. Do you think so it's higher it's, or lower? Got James? more of
1: an idea than me, so I'm going to go. Since
0: it's, whoever's close, I'm going to go with uh, 99,999 pounds all right well uh okay well james is uh closer in that regard because it was actually sixteen thousand dollars Really? wow yeah. yeah i knew it wouldn't be that much you okay
1: know, i i knew i actually looked at on some wikipedia page maybe that's
0: okay yeah. that's all right well, well, yeah, well i mean they only had a you know one million quid for the budget so anyway yeah exactly maybe that that was, was adjusted, i'm not sure okay so for question three do you know where um strangways dent and the others were playing bridge what do you mean where? Like, what's the, the name, what's, the name, of the what's the name? What's the name of the club?
1: I think. Oh, I think I
0: know this. You could it's first to answer. You know. Oh, well, if it's first to answer, then I, I I can't remember. I think
1: it's Queen's Club. Is that
0: that, it? that's right. It's the Queen's Club. Okay. Thank two you. one. Yes. All right. It's two one. Um, who is the name of the fan who wrote to Ian Fleming? Um, oh, I know this. All right. Well, well, actually, they say they say it, or at least who's the character who basically is Q in this. What's oh, his name?
1: Boothroyd. It's Ma- Major Boothroyd. And I forgot his first name. It's another one for Tom. Oh, yes. fuck,
0: man. All right,
2: James,
0: I mean, yeah, the, the fan's name was Jeffrey Boothroyd, but Major Boothroyd, you know, sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, right, in Doctor No's Lair, you probably know this, uh, or at least heard of it. There's, a, there's to to us, it looks a bit strange, but there's a bit where he's going up to dinner and then he realizes like he's got this painting right that- <laughs> oh, James, man. I literally watched... asked Henry I asked Tom this yesterday I didn't know it was... And I said to
1: tell him on the podcast so do you I know
0: so that I was a can... painting that was stolen in 1960
1: i know no no i know can i answer cuz i know this and i, wanna, uh, <laughs> I got uh, you want to i want to make
0: you want to make uh, uh, a meal of it go on
1: they're like no um they're like i think it's wellington or something they got a painting that was in the british museum and it went missing basically that year and that was or something like that and that was a really like hot topic oh, yeah, so like, they yeah. didn't they didn't find it like until much later but mm-hmm. they kind of decided to throw a bit of humor in with it oh. and like for the audience the time yeah english audience and then just say oh yeah doctor Mo definitely stole cool. it, and it there. cool
0: yeah. and that's really interesting there's a there's a fun fact about that as well that was a that was um, you know obviously it wasn't the real one they had There was a production yeah. piece and that one actually got stolen as well so, <laughs> Wow. Know. Didn't know all right that. the well, other the last... four one so i've lost but for pride let me try and get yeah, it some... it's currently four one to tom yeah so he's right, won. Six, best of four yeah. right but... this is a, yeah so the sixth question is how many deaths were there in this film what this is? The the bond, th- Bond kills or it, it, total, total like deaths, like kills. Do, I'm not including like one where he uh, uh, near the end where he like you know nicks the uniform off of a guy because okay uh, in the lab because like, I'm not really sure so if you just basically him out the kill. body count in the film including the cyanide guy and all that yeah including and the secretary that. and
1: stuff okay does that really count though because he doesn't kill the no it's not it.
0: Bond's count it's the film's body count oh, the film's count I'm counts. gonna she, go she with she, she
1: just gets secretary gets. Shot. No, the the first one, strangways one. Body count. Um
0: I'd say. Uh I'm gonna go with whoever's closer, I think um, There's another one. If you both get the same answer, then I've got uh, something further. I've lost either way, so I don't I think it's
1: seven, maybe. from what I can think of.
0: I'm gonna go with
1: the total body count that is.
0: Uh oh man, I, I just don't know. I've lost it anyway. I'll just say I'll say uh let me hear I'll say uh six. No, Thomas Close so it was ten.
1: Ten, right. I got yeah. Strangways, uh the three blind mice, Oh uh, yeah, Dent, Doctor No himself, spoilers, and I, did, I forgot about Crom, uh, actually. <laughs> and uh, a
0: couple yeah, of the others. Guy, yeah, cyanide guy, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, well, yes. all right. to be Five fair, to be fair, the last question is probably the most brutal of them all, but James, you might have paid more attention to this. How many cigarettes did James Bond light and, and smoke oh, in this? No. Oh, what a great question. How many <laughs> cigarettes did he light? Yeah. Because most of the time they're lit, but he doesn't always yeah. smoke them. Um, I'm going to say Four. Tom?
1: I am lost, I think, like, I'll say five. I, I don't pay attention to this sort of thing.
0: <laughs> well, Tom, you actually got the exact answer. It's five. Did six. I? <laughs> five. Oh, man.
1: Wow. All right. There
0: you go. Tom destroyed me on this first round, man. Six-one. Six-ones, Tom. I, yeah, so I, I was again. kind
1: of worried you are going uh, to... I'll take it. I'm happy.
0: Yeah. And this is going to be an ongoing thing throughout the series. Yeah. So every week we're going to have... Uh, I, you I prepare some questions for me against Tom, and we'll have an event. The, the, the tally will keep going. So now it's one. Yeah. I, I get okay. to exercise my license to quiz, which is, I think, what we'll call it. <laughs> license to quiz. Nice. Okay. Cool. So back to Doctor No. Um, so they get on the boat, uh, Bond and um, Felix Leiter and Quarrel. Qu- you know, Light gives him shit. He's like, "Yeah, we've been waiting for two hours." You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's better late than never. You know. Well, uh, Bond's been busy uh filling with pump then leave the slum. <laughs> one more one more for free there um, and then, yeah, so so he he gets in the boat. they both they all get in the boat, uh, quarrels getting getting wasted, you know, and there's like whatever he's got in that bottle, you know yeah. uh, and that jug, yeah, I would if, if I was had going had to Frankie you, you know
1: probably get like bored drinking,
0: yeah, lights eats shit as well because he waited for two hours and then just gets left behind anyway, <laughs> yeah, well um, you know. I like how it's... He's like, yeah, we'll just call you when uh, we need your American cavalry, man. Like, classic English-American uh, interaction. No? It's
1: funny, though, because this is, like, really... A, and It's basically America's problem, right? And then, like, James Bond... Well, no, because
0: Strangway gets shot, he's and he's Strangway, obviously British. It's Indian.
1: kind of, like... That kind of throws England in, but, like, um, James... Like, for the Rockets, which is, like... And it's British territory as well. Yeah, that, that's true, actually. So yeah. that would be an issue for them. Yeah. Uh, but, like... Is the rockets and stuff, and then like their own agent is like taking a side role, which I find quite funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So they they uh, go they turn up to the Crab Key beach, they they you know sleep rough for the night. <laughs> um, and uh, obviously then they wake up to the other like iconic moment from this film, which is uh, Honey they wake up bond wakes up to honey singing the um, mango banana song whatever yeah. it's called yeah the um, mango tree and she pops out pops out of the sea you know bikini like proper you know like everyone knows this this uh, moment bond's got great line here you know and she goes oh you know we're you doing looking for shells and he goes no i'm just looking <laughs> and um, yeah. yeah so so they get acquainted and actually uh, this is this is something that that you might find uh, quite interesting, James. Uh, specific, and also Tom. I know what but, you're going to say. Can I well, guess? Well, this well, this scene uh, was actually filmed like quite close to uh, Ian Fleming's actual house. You know, the okay. house called Goldeneye. And at the time, uh, he was chilling with some of his friends there, including Noel Coward.
1: Oh. Um, who? Uh, he
0: stayed? He stayed he for Mr. the? Bridger in the Italian oh
1: yeah.
0: wow. <laughs> he stayed for the um. He stayed for the day, and he actually gave. Ah, uh, Sean Connery, a bit of advice on you know acting and you know dealing oh. with press and that sort of thing. Yeah, so. that's so cool. Yeah, Mr. I wanted Bridget to give you, you a little bit. Of, here's a little bit of trivia you might not know about Henry. So, <laughs> uh, Alex Ryder was named after Honey Ryder. Like, oh. Anthony Hor- yeah, Anthony Horowitz wanted to pay tribute to Honey Ryder. She, she's his favorite sort of Bond character, and uh, so to pay tribute to her, she he named Alex Ryder after. Her. Just oh, I respect her. to that. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. I actually didn't. <laughs> I mean, go. I knew that. I knew that uh, there's a different, there's a similarity between Spectre and Scorpio, but still. Oh, yeah, that's like not obvious at all. But yeah, so and if you don't know about Alex Ryder, ladies and gentlemen, you didn't have a childhood. Or um, well, well, you so probably then, weren't in the UK. So yeah. Um, so then, uh, what? What more have we got to say about this scene? I mean, I mean, with Honey, it's I mean, I don't it. really think there's anything we can say that has not been said before, but. You
1: know yeah it's amazing man.
0: 60s wasn't it
1: yeah and um... i think that
0: did a lot for bikini sales as well yeah yeah the, yeah, the explaining sales like k- exploded after this man like yeah, yeah yeah it would
1: have done like i find it funny though like later when she has like the shells with her and she's like she makes like a thing about it's like this is worth 50 and, yeah. like, 50 and like makes a point of it and then shush. i want to like that probably would have a lot more now, of course, but like... No, it's still... funny really. about if inflation. Yeah, even...
0: Yeah. If I found a shelf of 50 quid, man, I'd be, you know, go
1: jumping out of them yeah. for it. So I found um, in... Uh, what was it? Australia. New Caledonia was like more than that. So I was really? Like, yeah, back then it was... Yeah,
0: like, it's not north of the shell. How much was yeah. it worth?
1: It was like... why well, ranges like like 100 maybe to... I've seen it, ones going for like five. Um, oh, okay. They're very. they supposed to be very rare, actually. I looked it up after finding it. Anyway. Nice. Oh, what's nice. the most shell? In there? Have you still got it? I do. It's in the flat.
0: Oh, okay. Nice Fair thing. enough. Um. Anyway, so then, uh, okay, so then a gunboat shows up, and uh, you know, quarrels crawls like, yeah, let's, let's you know, let's let's bounce. Yeah, let's get behind like yeah. some sand. Get down. And that's exactly what they do. And the the gunboat comes along and like you know threatens them and then shoots at them and you know there's all they that back and forth yeah and uh there's... really bad adr <laughs> Where yeah the, like... Like the guy as well yeah i know this is like uh, he's like speaking to the mic he's like, oh yeah we'll be back with the dogs and then like he he like puts the mic down and he says full speed ahead but he's like sort of, the the sounds as if he's still like using the mic which is like i don't the megaphone actually yeah
1: that's like um, really um that's really like it's it's really well like known that that's like a really bad filming mistake um it's not really bad but like you anyone would notice it but um one thing i found really grim is a bit grim little detail almost like when he tries like mowing them down like behind the sandbar like um like we see them like slowly get back up again there's this crab that's going along oh yeah and um like you see it walking along all fine and stuff um before, but after the thing's going, I think it's missing one of its claws and like it's dragging a leg behind as well when it's thing. So like when Qua noticed it, I'm like, oh, maybe that uh, poor git basically took a took a Oh,
0: you yes. reckon? I never noticed that. Well, like, well, that yeah, oh, yeah. I thought it was just in to in that Yeah, that that that, that pauper. Uh, you know, it took a took huh, a missile yeah. for us. You know. Yeah, not the first time we've seen uh, an aquatic animal uh, take. Take a bullet for uh, right. our hero, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then, uh, oh yeah, okay, so then they're, um, you know, they they this they decide to bounce. Basically, they're going to look for yeah. something. And, yeah, yeah. Honey's, uh, honey's, uh, Honey's hiding boat gets, spot. Yeah, shot through as well. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I know a place where I can hide, and then they're like, right. Yep. Yeah. Um. So they go in the swamp because you know they're going to throw off the scent of the dogs bond makes a uh, makeshift uh, we're gonna rank the gadgets and i know there aren't really any gadgets in this film but I, maybe i'll nominate the reed you know like the bamboo <laughs> yeah the bamboo reed <laughs>
1: i've been on I'm, i've been on a yeah like they don't have i'm pretty sure those loads of it doesn't make sense like i've been on a diving course and like they use like i'm first of all i'm not sure you can actually breathe through bamboo and like if it was it'd have to be Perfect bamboo that's not like split down the side. So well,
0: no, because it's like cylindrical, right? So it's like a
1: pipe, basically. Yeah, but isn't it? we've we like the bamboo like we know it have to be the perfect thickness to have enough for them to like breathe. Well, through. yeah. Some bamboo's really thin, and so like it would be really difficult to breathe. Through. And nonetheless, like the way they, the way they hold it in the water to breathe out of it, they'd have to have like their faces like directly staring up at the surface because they have to have it like it's hard to show because I'm not on camera, but yeah. like they'd have to be like looking directly up, and then that of course that like, wouldn't be very helpful for like if people were coming by and they had to look around when they got close to them. And one thing that like really com- like makes weirds me out a little bit in this scene is like I look to the subtitles when um, watching it sometimes, and it's like he's James Bond kind of makes a thing about not like, kicking up too much mud because then they'll know someone's there but what i don't get is if the water's clear they'll see it'll be really obvious that you're just kind of there like one foot underneath there yeah and then like they're wearing like, like colorful shirts they are, no they, are yeah, they are yeah exactly coral like strong, literally like, 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 a... like they easily see them so like if anything it would be best to kick up mud around you so they don't sit and the place is murky anyway so like
0: mm.
1: it's just a bit weird it? well because they they hide
0: under the reeds basically or the, the overgrowth right so they're, they're sheltered by that yeah. as well but do you reckon there's a bit of colour coordination in their outfits having red white and blue you know yeah maybe uh that, that didn't go unnoticed yeah um so then as well yeah so then they 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 lose it oh there's a guy there as well who they leave behind just in case they resurface yeah, and who bonds? you know stabs and uh kills and honey's yeah. grossed out by that it's kind of the only time we actually see someone like normal in the film like disgusted by his actions <laughs> yeah. you know but yeah of Carl, course just like yeah i've seen this before you know yeah Carl's like, oh, i wish it was me man
2: <laughs> and
0: uh yeah bond, bond just you know dispatches of this guy um then uh you know they settle down for the night basically and uh honey so you know we get a bit of honey's backstory now yeah uh, about you know like they find some dragon tracks first actually supposedly which is obviously like from a tank whatever and um yeah honey tells a story about how you know like um her her dad you know and she's educated from the encyclopedia and yeah her dad and stuff like went missing and then you know she tries to get help about that and then you know, some guy had tried to basically rape her, and then he he got she got her revenge by like planting a black widow on him. So pretty brutal. Yeah. That's and Bond just you know, and there's classic understated English. times, well, well, wouldn't do to make a habit of it.
1: Yeah. See, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, is it like maybe a preferred assassination method back then to um, like put spiders where people sleep and stuff? Because yeah, yeah, the first it must have time. been
0: a trendy <laughs> thing at the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, so no, you, I mean, yeah, you. You're not a real villain if you don't use, uh, you know, like you know, deadly insects on people. Exactly. I've got well, my yeah. uh, pet right here, so you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then. Uh. So yeah. So Honey gives a gives her the story. They they go and uh, okay. So then basically they they end up facing the dragon itself, which just turns out to be a. Uh, a, like something out of the yeah. '60s Batman show. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's a swamp buggy that they put like metal sheets on basically. I thought it was a tank. I, I know, I know, like, but the actual vehicle they used in the in the filming was a, a swamp buggy. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Um.
1: What's it? Was what it Henry? What
0: like? is a it was a swamp buggy that they put metal sheeting around. Oh.
1: Um.
0: Yeah, I don't know how that could have fooled literally anyone into being a. Dragon. Well,
1: it's just like they there's probably like they i don't know probably shot fire from somewhere once without moving
0: yeah and it, it's think, sort of probably they only bring it out in the dark at night and, and stuff the so. Doctor
1: like, yeah there's a dragon here and then yeah i like, oh, get whoever to spread the rumor maybe he got the photographer who works at the newspapers like yeah, maybe, yeah maybe yeah
0: maybe you know <laughs> what, what do you reckon they had like um uh do you reckon dr no like a like a, a live camera feed from it just like seeing a barbecue people or something yeah.
1: Maybe. Um, so then, Quarrel. Yeah, so unfortunately, Yeah, Quarrel, Quarrel, yeah he
0: bites it, man. He's our sacrificial lamb of the film. He gets toasted, literally. Um, which is which is a shame. Yeah. Unfortunately, and this ends up happening with a lot of Bond allies who bite the dust. You know, he doesn't really care that much. I mean, yeah. he doesn't. It's just like it's over, and it's like okay, he's dead. Now. Yeah, he's I mean, he's I mean, that's a shame as well. Really oh question. no, actually, no, he does. He does mention Quarrel again later, where he's like. Yeah, I want to find out. Yeah, yeah, I want to get revenge on the person who kills. Yeah, Frank that's true. Quarrel. That's true. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, you know, Quar- Quarrel, I really liked him as a character in this film. Yeah, like, he was the MVP here, man. And I think interesting as well because this is back in the day in the 60s, and obviously, you know, with like representation, diversity, and stuff, it wasn't where it was now. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Bond was quite at the forefront in terms of, you know, being being this kind of, you know, this scale of a film and this kind of, you know, the style of big friends. I think Bond's been. Or usually over the decades been very good at you know representing and having that sort of diversity and that begins quarrels kind of the very start of that now quarrel does end up receiving some pretty you know like you know when bond tells him to yeah. fetch his shoes and stuff there's yeah. that's a little bit oh, that, uh, that hasn't aged well let's say um but at the same time you know it's it's quite pioneering in a sense that he was you know Bond's ally at the beginning and he's like you know sort of set the trend I I don't think if you asked the actor like um you know if he would not do it you know again he probably would so yeah I mean obviously it was it was the times back then but still it's just it's one of those things we watch it now and we're like oh okay that that didn't that doesn't really sound very good but um, I mean to be fair though when I did you know when I was looking at American history some of their films they put out at the same time and it's like there you go yeah and those you know you've got co- races, a, you know Coral plays quite not you know not like a headline, but he's still like a prominent role in the film, and he's, he's like, like, like all, a bond all, buddy, you know. He's
1: like all their ground knowledge and stuff. That's right. Harry? Yeah,
0: because even like you know they say, oh well, okay, we don't, we'll just get directions. He's like, no, the directions are my, this my yeah, senses, my sticks, you know, the, all that. Instincts. It yeah.
1: Like it's really, yeah. Um, uh, I like how they pl- play the tribute. Pay tribute to him later with like mm-hmm. Coral like, yeah. Jr. That's like really first first class treatment compared to a lot of other eyes uh, who just get killed off and yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, bittersweet, kind of.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Coral, you know, fondly in our memories, I think there is, you know, memorable performance for sure. Fortunately, he bites the dust at this moment. And then we get like where Bond starts getting quite sci fi, I think, for, you know, like 60s sci fi, all, yeah. all the same. Um, you know these guys jump out of the tank with like hazmat suits, and you know they take down Bond, you know, and and Honey as well. Um, so you know they they, they get frog marched into the tank. Effectively, <laughs> they uh, show up in Dr No's base. Now they're like underground, whatever. They get decontaminated. They go through the shower. So um, you know that's that that, that happens. Yeah, that's chilling. Um, and then yeah, yeah. So so that so they're like put through this pretty like. I guess humiliating process, you know, whatever, so like, to, but to get you know decontaminated basically, um, and they, you know, they're being measured with Geiger, Geiger counters and stuff. Hmm. And yeah, then I they to go through to their the hotel room. basically. Well, well, even before that, there's like a really horrific moment where the one door shuts on them. They're sort of in an airlock zone, which looks like a cave, and it looks like really kind of
1: yeah, they've been left there. to Yeah, touch. yeah, exactly. Um, um, i will say like these james bond films like back in the day and other films mm. there's like a trope of like checking behind you and then like if you don't look the door just gets locked or whatever and then mm. uh, like i don't know that just kind of shook me when i was little mm, just yeah. be aware of that
0: <laughs> but luckily the other hatch opens and uh some very nice people greet him they offer him the <laughs> cigarettes as you mentioned earlier henry yeah three different Lovely. kinds
1: yeah, I, I, like I, I wonder like how these people like, ended up in that job as, like, just hmm. like villain hideout, what, hospitality stuff. Yeah, reception.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so then uh, you know they get shown where their rooms are, separate rooms of course. Yeah. The thing is that I find as well, what were they going to do if Quarrel was alive, or if, if or if Honey yeah. Ryder had been killed or something?
1: Yeah, I <laughs> like, think Honey yeah. Rider
0: didn't need. To, they, I don't. I don't know why they brought her along, man. Like you know, what I mean, oh, obviously for the sake of the film and like. Well, she couldn't. Well, way. they didn't. Have, her boat was like you know shot. So. Yeah, but for the rest of no, no, no I'm talking about Doctor No's men. They had no interest. Oh in yeah, just
1: because she's like a witness and like maybe Doctor No will decide whether to like get rid of her or Yeah, like, maybe. Maybe yeah. he's
0: running human experiments with radiation or something like. Well, we'll know? get on yeah. that later. It's funny. He's finding, he's finding the person to like you know get like a uh, hand replacements from you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hand transplant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, so then they sit down. They have a cup of tea, and uh, it's spiked. Yeah. So From empty they, cups. Yeah. Yeah. So they uh, go ahead. Yeah, that's right. So they go ahead and uh, get knocked out.
1: Yeah. Um. Just quickly, like um, the point you asked me last night about how they found out their clothes sizes. Like, oh, so yeah. we only got your measurements last night, but they like weren't even like there last night. So. What i kind of the way i kind of piece it together is um maybe Dotna has like a like a whole like counterintelligence network on the island and like mm-hmm. they can find out they find out stuff like that and they're right like, really like down-to-earth roles kind of like drivers um yeah um, geologists yeah ge- yeah geologists <laughs> photographers like all these other people like um all these people, uh, even beggars, like literal beggars, going around. Yeah. Um, and and like it wouldn't be too hard to like, uh, it wouldn't suspend disbelief too much to think that he had like hotel worker or something to find out. And uh... Uh, for honey rides, maybe he just got generic like average um, clothes for like any woman that might be there. But um,
0: yeah. he just knows he'd pull someone along with him somehow. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's a stretch, but like counterintelligence wise. Maybe mm. he had that room in for uh, any woman prison that might end up yeah. there. We we don't know, but I think I think that's like kind of satisfactory for me in a way. And we do see it like later when um actually when later when he mentions like you've not contacted your um headquarters since you requ- requested a guide mm. council, like that kind of backs it up a bit because yeah. he finds out so he must have had other people working and stuff in these places and he can find out stuff with it. like he has his own counterintelligence, which is well a villain to have i think well
0: actually um i i personally think thinking about that uh you remember when uh james bond put his hair on like the uh, his wardrobe you know in his hotel <laughs> i reckon you know Professor <laughs> Not only was Professor Dent sent to put the trench there, he was also sent to get a you know, suit measurement for Which James Bond. You know, yeah. oh, just, just because he can't, you just to humiliate him and degrade him. You know, yeah.
1: Maybe, maybe that's a good point.
0: Um, so you anyway, while they're while they're fast asleep, uh, Doctor No, we we don't see him, but we see his silhouette. You know, yeah, in the he door. Tucks him into bed. Yeah, great bit of uh, filming there. You know, just like the angle there. I think that's so cool. Yeah, like uh, the metal hands as well. Like yeah. Um, so there, so that happens. Then, you know, we cut to the next morning, Bond's woken up, he's chosen a brown shirt to wear, which just looks awful, but, you know, uh, whatever. This is, like, apparently appropriate for whatever they're gonna, for their dinner. Um, Suitable for
1: what?
0: Yeah, that's right. Um... And then they go and sit down. Oh sorry, actually they go in the lift, they go uh, you know, they're admiring the aquarium. Oh, I wonder how much this costs to build. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: she gets she gets honey which I found quite interesting, like well not it's just funny in a way, but like um Honey Rider's like, Oh sea tulips and like um first time I heard of them in that film actually. It's like they do not grow below uh two hundred they only grow like two below two hundred above she's like they don't grow above 200 feet and i like kind of looked it up and uh actually they only grow like up to like 80 meters or 240 so she's basically wrong there yeah but the is an magnified an encyclopedia
0: as well, as well. you know like yeah yeah her education also comes from an enterprise. also i'd like yeah i'd like to first i'd like to nominate uh, this as a, as the yeah, line yeah. Of this. I like it, first line we hear from dr no like in person is just one million dollars mr bond you're wondering how much it costed, and then goes on to say about how he designed exactly. it and so on. And yeah, yeah, a bit pretty- of trivia about this as well. Um, with this, um, with the uh, actual fish, like, you know, obviously they had to get footage for it. They almost actually forgot to do that. Um, and because of the lack of time they had, they had to get like um, some like stock footage, but it was yeah. only extreme close ups of fish. Right. So that's why they had Doctor and explain, well, you know, it's a magnifying, you know, effect of the glass. <laughs> he kind of
1: solves it as well. He's like oh, yeah, I never a scientific doubted like, that. really interesting. person. He, like, he, could, he would pull something off like that to impress whichever prisoner he has down there. And, and the Sigma conversation
0: continues, you know, because he goes, mm. oh, uh, you know, the magnifying effect makes it look like, you know, whales and minnows, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah. That's what and Bond goes yeah that's that's what you are whatever he's like yeah like you you're it sounds a bit like you yeah. whatever your operation basically it. and then, really and, like then Mr., and then Mister and then Doctor No goes depends upon which side of the glass you stand you know and it's like yeah yeah, yeah. that's pretty Doctor has- No's bring the Sigma energy in this film man <laughs> Bond's obviously an Alpha you know like well, Doctor yeah. No's Sigma male of uh, Alpha and C- yeah wow. yeah he he has, yeah he has no. Yeah, just to speak for a lot of a lot of um, you know, bonbons, they have, you know, like uh, women or hench women, you know. Yeah, he, he know just doesn't that. associate at all. And he uh yeah as well. Also I like to respect Don't know is like proper dripped out for this as well, man. Now, I respect his outfit, you know, he's like pure It's not like it's not like white. It's like like very like beige kind of like his full. outfit. It's like proper communist Chinese attire, right? More or less. Yeah, a bit like. Well, yeah, I I get that's the whole thing, really. Thing
1: is, thing is that he does that. I don't think any other villain does quite as much. It's like he comes off almost like, I know, very, um, uh, very like science fiction kind of villain yeah like in a suit mm. you wouldn't be amiss to think he was in like a superman a superman villain or yeah i know what you mean this this very outlandish g-
0: from the moment you see the um hazmat suit guys come out of the tank this almost this is where we get a bit of 60s sci-fi from the rest of the film i think in a few ways uh, just and it's hard to tell because 60s sci-fi is not like 80s or 90s or sci-fi as we know today so it's limited in what they're able to do, but I think they they were trying to go down that route in a sense. But anyway, um, so then they you know they have dinner and they have a good old chat. Doctor No explains like how he you know he uh, stole t- ten million dollars from the Chinese mafia or government, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the, Tong the Tong Society. Society. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, and yeah. Yeah, they have. Uh, to so know, he explains right? his whole thing, his his whole shtick basically, and then it uh, winds up in Bond. Like, yeah, you know, he tries to recruit Bond into Spectre. He's like, "Yeah, I admire how much trouble you've caused me. So, uh, how do you how do you feel like joining? You know?" Yeah. Can you, can, you, is- can you explain this gap in your CV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The thing is, though, like this this scene, like, it's a very very good scene, but yeah, uh, well, two things in there. Well, they're meant to be having dinner, right? But well, so far as I can see, they're like eating grapes for dinner, you know. There's like nothing <laughs> on their plates. Um and this like this 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 I don't know if this is just like, you know, from from British schools, but this feels like like a conversation between like a teacher who's like, you know and, and a and a kid who's just trying to like wind them up basically. Like, yeah, for yeah. real. Like, yeah, one, like being, one keeps like, like, like poking, like, you know, trying to get a reaction out of him and Doctor No doesn't care, man. He's like he's proper like poker face the whole time man and he's just yeah he yeah. like he like i mean most of the time this probably wouldn't work but he does like uh joseph Wiseman does make this work he's literally like he doesn't like move at all basically he doesn't mm. break his stare or anything it's like literally much, irate yeah.
1: during the whole thing he's like it's like he's almost he's like in this scientist drawings like analyzing. yeah 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 there. exactly one thing that i yeah something one like, can't shake him at all yeah one thing that i like is um just the idea, maybe like uh, if James Bond had agreed theoretically to join Spectre, mm. like he was going to be like their Red Grant or mm. Yeah, that
0: be would best. have been interesting. Ultimate mm. universe and that could be the next James Bond film.
1: Red yeah. Grant job basically.
0: Yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting. <laughs> yeah, the next film is actually yeah, going to be Red Grant trying to get rid of him so he can uh, be employed. Yeah, um. So yeah, basically, oh yeah, and he goes, yeah, anyone who usually gets in my way, and then he like crushes the Buddha statue, which it becomes a bit of a trope as well. Um, So, Doctor, and he demonstrates the power of his metal hands as well. Yeah. Which, I'm not going to lie, man, the metal hands thing just never worked for me as a gimmick. Like, you know, I know we have some pretty, like, pretty lacklustre Bond villain, like, you know, quirks, whatever. You Know from 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 you know from this to like you know metal thumbnails, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that was just a joke. <laughs> your favorite, <laughs> but yeah. um, but still, like, I don't know, the metal hands just I guess for the 60s it looked cool for me. I was just like, man, I've never bought well, it. Well, I would also like to, I mean, this isn't really a Sigma quote, I just think it's a cool quote in general where he says, um, he's like, you know, like, specters made of like the greatest like brains of the world, and then oh, you yeah, know, James Bond's like, oh criminal brains and then he says the successful criminal brain is always superior yeah. it has to be yeah yeah like, yeah, proper yeah. Sits and down, he's, like he's pretty much right as well and um yeah I forgot yeah about Specter as well like yeah they actually this is this always makes me laugh like this is something that doesn't age well specter is like a- an actual acronym which like which includes things like a revenge and extortion and stuff man it's like it's, it's, do either of you know off the top of your head what space is
1: special like stuff. executive for terrorism uh extortion revenge and something else yeah counterintelligence yeah, yeah.
0: It, yeah. it's really messy. It makes up. You, like, yeah it cringes you out
1: every time as well, but well yeah, i feel like, like... like later when um we'll get to it when blowfly actually mentions one of the acronyms like extortion is my business it's mm. like
0: yeah we'll get yeah, to that um, can you imagine like if dot like, if, if like James was like hey, you repeat that please I uh, didn't quite catch the, uh, the third part of it yeah like, and then this is where bong goes yeah well uh, oh if I did join I'd start with revenge you know for whoever killed coral you know which is pretty cool and strong yeah um so yeah, that's good. So and then yeah, but and then Doctor No. Oh yeah, he has another good quote which ages well. He's like East West, just as stupid as each other. You know, Americans yeah. are fools. You know, like poking fun at Americans it happens a yeah, lot. Yeah, and much also much. the East as well at the same time. He's just in it. He's just in it for his own grind set. Exactly. You know, this is why this is why Doctor No is the Sigma male of Doctor No.
1: <laughs> I think they play a bit more into like him being kind of more East esque because he's like um. Because that would like worry, I don't know. That'd be like have a better effect or more impact on the uh, English audience and stuff. Mm. generally watching it, but he does like discredit both of them, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. I mean,
1: yeah. like my own kind of goal.
0: Exactly. So anyway, uh, so Bond basically refuses to sign up. So he goes, all right, well, you're just a stupid policeman, and um, mm. you know, and then he gets the shit beaten out of him. Basically, you know, yeah, yeah so, soften him up, will yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, yeah, he gets battered, basically, he wakes up in a prison cell, um, he escapes through, like, a pipe. I wanted to ask about this pipe, um, like, because he has a reaction to it where he has to, like, basically pad up his hands, and then he gets washed over with some kind of water, which I I'm still not really sure what it is. I think the pipe is hot, because you see steam coming off the water as well, so I'm going to guess, like, the pipe is really hot for him to touch. And then the water comes and it's like some radioactive water waste. And it steams like on the hot pipe. Is that what you got? Yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's probably, I mean, James Bond probably like, you know, got like some radiation poisoning from this. Yeah. But he, yeah, that's why he can, can, you know, play the field so much, man. His his balls don't work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I think um, because of the way that, you know, nuclear reactors work. I mean, it's basically like like every single way of generating energy just boils down to literally boiling water into steam, um, mm-hmm. and this must be like you know just you know radioactive water they're cycling around or something to, uh, in cleansing it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, James Bond was you know boiled a bit here. So
1: oh, it might, think, might okay, not so be think, that hot.
0: But. Do you think the water was uh, was hot then, or was it the pipes? Because I thought it was the pipes. Probably both. Yeah, I think it probably the, wasn't like that hot otherwise he'd been like you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You know like scalded you know, like burn marks and stuff yeah I, I don't know it must have been room temperature or something
1: one thing that like they did leave out of this film uh, apparently the um, the tube like climbing sequence was supposed to end with James Bond emerging on the other side and I'm glad they didn't do this because in the novel they do it so like he faces off against Dots and those giant pet, g- pet giant squid Wow! And yeah, that would have been so impossible to film back then. Like the way they did it differently, like twenty thousand acres the see, but that's because it was. Yeah, sad. I was thinking yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. The, same. <laughs> they yeah, the
0: original thing had like some sort of obstacle course that Dr. No made from like Takeshi's castle or something. Um, yeah, it was oh, yeah. a bit
1: like that. But I remember the giant squid he was supposed to, and that would have like completely taken disbelief. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah, yeah. It would have
0: destroyed yeah. the budget too. You know.
1: Yeah. So then. Um...
0: Yeah, so Bond, uh, he basically... Uh, by the way, this is like an interesting thing about Bond, you know, because we always, you know, we picture Bond as looking, you know, clean and proper all the time. Yeah, he, like... He's, like, bastard, man, you know? He's got, like, blood-ripped shirt, his hair's very sweating. <laughs> he's, I think he's barefoot or, you know, he's, like, really like, he's, you know, yeah, not in like... good condition, which is, like, it's, you know, and that's part of... You
1: expect that. Part of, yeah, yeah
0: it's, part of being a hero as well. Yeah, exactly. You kind of, like, got to see them down as well as, you know, up all the time. Yeah. Um, he, just, he just takes out... The uh, technician Chang. That's right. Yeah, he puts on the hazmat suit. He's trying to blend in, trying to fit in very unsuccessfully. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, when you, when you lie on your CV and you've just got, like, you have somehow ends up in the, like, nuclear reactor chamber or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's um, like Homer Simpson in there, man. Yeah,
1: literally, basically.
0: And you wonder, you know, with, with Bond. Now, this has just occurred to me, you know. What if he just... Because his his whole plan was just to sabotage the... um. You know, to cause an accident basically, so the whole thing, you know. Yeah, what if, you know, yeah. What if he got off the just He could have saved himself a, a beating there just by going, yeah, all right, yeah, I'll sign up to Spectre, and then go and sabotage it. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Just...
0: <laughs> well, well, you know, yeah, well, maybe he'd have had to make him go through like several like training forms or something to waste his time. There's a
1: bureaucracy for like processing his CV and. Yeah, but he would have probably take, stayed the night, and then taken yeah, like some yeah. speckled well, islands and stuff like that, and then a rock. It would have been ruins. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe.
0: maybe. Well, well, anyway, before, well, before well, I mean, what do you actually think of like the set design? Because you know Ken Adams' work, just like you know this one, uh, which yeah. is my background. Like that is this is a very, very like I don't know. I think it's a pretty uh, iconic, um,
1: well, is, basically
0: like, Bond's layer, You know,
1: it is like it's very. Um, the thing is you could see like they had budget constraints with it, but you still get to see some of that like Ken Adams touch to it. Like it looks very futuristic in a way, like parts of it. I'm not sure, like, like there's plenty of others who could describe it much better, but that's kind of the feeling I get. For, it is good for what it is. I think for the time,
0: yeah, for the yeah. time it yeah. must have looked like stunning. But I Yeah, know, they, they had a hundred K's worth of medical and scientific equipment donated basically to help them with it. So.
1: Oh, that's cool. I, I mean, if I think about, I
0: mean, obviously, you know, nowadays it's not impressive at all. So I, I think I'm a little bit spoiled by, you know, like Blade Runner, etc. <laughs> but like, I think about fellow's, fellow films in the 60s that were sci-fi and kind of tried to do something. Think about the Batcave, for example, in the 60s Batman. I think that looks a lot more impressive than this. And as well... Mm.
1: Think... The thing is, there's so many more scenes to take place in the Batcave. They kind of had to put more budget into it but this true. is like just one scene i think they do kind of pretty well with well enough for what with what they had like oh, yeah. it doesn't like it doesn't look terrible by say standard but
0: no like it doesn't that. well no no that's that's true but i think yeah, and and then in the 60s as well, i'm trying to think of another 60s sci-fi film obviously 2001 space odyssey mm. and that is like you know that set the standard for sci-fi even to this day in in a lot of ways so uh, well, I guess it was, you know, it's not something memorable for me, to be honest. You know, it's the sort of thing you have to point out for me to notice. I, I, otherwise, oh. I'm just like, <laughs> The thing is, though, that I, I find amusing about this is that um, James Bond is very lucky to be, he knocks out the guy who also happens to work on, like, the most important do not touch this lever thing, you know, yeah. like, reactive. It means warning, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. imagine, because, like, <laughs> like... Dr. No's doing, like, you know, basically a head count check of, like, oh, yeah, is this good? Is this working? Is this working? And he gets down to the one who James Bond is in, in, pretends to be, and he's, like, Ch-, and he's, like, standing behind him with, like, you know, like a lemon with some papers, and he's, like, Chang, what are you doing, man? Like, get up there. And he's just, like, yeah.
1: he, like, you yeah, drops his head, like, oh, and then just, like, yeah, 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 yeah. One yeah, thing yeah. that kind of, like, um, surprises me a bit is, like, all these people are like in a different section for stuff they're supposed to co- control, and you see the camera going past, and Dot's nose like doing a head count. Um, uh, like it's like James Bond's meant to be in his section, but like later he just like invites himself, yeah, to yeah, the, like, yeah. Maybe well, looking at whatever he's doing on in the control panel, but like and doesn't notice, but. He's uh, very lucky to like have that all fall in place, basically. Well, James
0: Bond is a very lucky person, anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the that's, thing,
1: that's his biggest gadget.
0: Yeah. The thing as well, you've got like the live, basically the live feed on four different televisions, each with like <laughs> varying blurriness, which I never got, um, mm-hmm. of like of like the uh, the launcher, like Cape Canaveral or whatever. And I like to imagine that those screens also, like you know, Dot's most gaming setup as well, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, where he plays oh, pong or whatever. So yeah, so Bond goes and, you know, like, okay, w- what can I destroy here? He sees the, the reactor there says, all right, let's go for that danger bang. So he starts turning the wheel, you know, and then he, you know, gets in a fist fight with the guy, knocks him over, and then Dr. No comes to, like, fate. And by this time, the alarms are true. Now, this is where the film just completely goes to shit, because it's like, the, it's kind of like, because the, 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 um uh the pacing of this film has been really slow so not slow but like you know it's been at a certain level Mm -hmm. you know and then all of a sudden all hell breaks loose and it's like and then it just gets really quick the music is a bit too dramatic i don't know and it's just like very rushed you get this last minute fight with dr no um which results in him you know like sliding down the metal thing and his metal hands can't grip on so that's you know yeah i think i think that like kind of I mean, for what it is, I think it's still an all right fight. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's yeah. all right. Yeah. It's, and then especially like, yeah, it's pretty horrific ways good to go into boiling yeah. like radioactive water. And then like, like yeah. the last shot of like, um like uh, his face before he goes down as well. Like is you know, yep. he's like, like he's like gone like red like a tomato, man. He's like, well, isn't it so- ironic that uh, the, he, he lost his hands due to that. And then the last thing he loses in this thing is his hands. Like so yeah exactly well yes yeah, because of his hands too so yeah yeah he, like like, he, like he, scraping away at the pole as well like yeah
1: yeah he like um he one thing that's like yeah i like how they kind of use his hands against him because at one point you see his like hand goes this electric thing and um it kind of gives him a shock i guess so that he has oh to, yeah and then he like the thing that kind of and then obviously he like loses his grip but what kind of like is a bit weird for me is like and when he's going down, there's like, there's clearly like um, a one going to the side. There's a beam that goes mm, like, yeah. horizontally that his hands were above, so that would have stopped him at least. And then like, I don't know if that would have been, that probably wouldn't have been enough, but like to get him out. But um, he, but like, they kind of edit around it, so like his hands are below, as you see like another shot of him falling into well, the his hands are probably
0: like slippery as well, or something. Yeah, yeah. he's not—he's not really going, you know, be going on climbing frames anytime soon.
1: So yeah, he yeah he just yeah that's how he ends up. I think it's decent enough. It does is the pacing does change a little bit, and the music just doesn't a age lot. Very yeah,
0: well, man. I thought the music
1: yeah, was alright. It. Decent. I think it does what it's supposed to do. But yeah, it's moment. like
0: this panicking. It just just feels out of place because of how the rest of the film has been. Um, um,
1: like one like one other thing is. Actually, this is the last kind of main Bond-like villain fight we get for a while, um, where you like physically like fights them because he doesn't really fight Rosa Klebb and he fights uh, Goldfinger. He fights Goldfinger, but that's like over like instantly, basically. And in Thunderbolt. And in Thunderbolt, but he fights I, don't almost gets, I don't think it gets like as like that. It's weird to think that that's like the most intense main villain fight that they have for quite a while. Like he Not doesn't.
0: Rosa Clovis a lot more. Yeah, but he doesn't yeah.
1: like. It's not like a fist fight. He's like he more or less... still, passes. still we'll gets at that. But like, yeah, um, yeah, I don't think so. Really, that's a bit like, yeah. Well, anyway,
0: uh, so that's so that's it. Doctor No dies. Uh, everyone's running for their lives. He finds Honey as well. She's tied up yeah. on some. Yeah, something you were going to tell me about this. What yeah. what, what is this? Yeah, so
1: basically to up the ante a bit. She was meant to. They were meant to surround her with like crabs initially. Oh. So she wasn't going to be held down with the suspense like the crabs are going to eat her or something and then which I'm not sure about but very um, slowly. Yeah, they just got they just got kinda of got rid of them for some well, reason. That
0: well, no, the reason. The for reason sure. is because they when they actually turned up there they they, well, I mean they had to, you know, import the crabs in. Uh, most mm. of them were dead, so they were actually oh. yeah, dead on arrival. So it wouldn't have really worked.
1: Oh. thus so was the idea and, yeah yeah So that's
0: so, yeah, like oh she might get drowned by the uh, slowly rising water yeah it's like some like very bad saw trap kind of <laughs> yeah it is. so then uh, yeah he frees honey everyone's evacuating they find like a convenient boat to jump onto yeah no they they throw off two guys yeah yeah, and then go on. yeah make light work of that the base blows up, so that's uh, and then we get this whole dramatic. Americans like, oh no, the rocket's gonna fly off. Whatever, I don't know. It's like it's all very, very rushed to the point where you like you can yeah. think forget what the plot was happening. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the base blows up. We get some explosions and stuff. Just a good explosion, I think. It yeah, was, definitely. Because the actually for the for the entire like exploding part, the guy that got to do the miniatures, he only had a grand for the budget, so mm. not bad for that. And then he ends up becoming the. Uh, the, uh, basically their main sort of like uh, I think special effects or production designer or something like that oh good on him and yeah so then Bond and Honey they're in their boat and then uh, you know we get the <laughs> in typical fashion man the, the like poking fun at Americans they just shut with this like dramatic American military music in their like gunboat, like you know with full of sailors and stuff man and like yeah You're way well. too late already yeah yeah and Bond's like, oh, do you need help? <laughs>
1: you
0: know. Yeah. And, he uh, says earlier I mean, on,
1: "Like, we'll be back in 12. And not then it's your bit, but they've clearly spent like a whole day on the island. And then by the time they get... Um... They go on the evening. They go in the evening. And then the morning, I don't know. I don't know how the time works. But I don't think it's...
0: Yeah, it would have been over 12 hours. Well, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it might have might been like 36 or something, I'm guessing. Cause... I think he has. they have one sleep there, though. Yeah. Well, they have... One... All right, well, think about it. They have one sleep. And then... I don't actually know. They're supposed to have dinner with Doctor Noir. So. It depends how long they're unconscious for. They That's have, what we don't know. They have yeah. two
1: sleeps because they James Bond sleeps and wakes up and sees us like Honey Rider and then they spend the day on the island. Oh, yeah. yeah you're, right, you're, right, you're right. So you're it's right. like full 24 hours. is in At least, Yeah, you're so. right. Yeah, and then
0: also him when he wakes up in his cell and so on. Anyway. Useless yeah. Americans. Can you imagine if he overslept like really badly and then missed the <laughs> rocket launch? Because he only got them oh, like yeah. two minutes left, actually. Yeah, you know, anyway, yeah, yeah, you don't even realize that, do you? Like, you have to watch a few times, like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm, and like, right I never point. got this kind of I mean, yeah, of course, he wants to bang, you know, he's James Bond, like, he's like, oh, yeah, throw us the rope, and oh, then because yeah. they're out of fuel, and then he just unsized it anyway, they're like stranded yeah. in the middle of the ocean, it's like, all right, then, yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, that happens in a few of them, but it's just like,
2: yeah,
1: I think, it's that, yeah. I think they just do. it. He does it because they're like, it doesn't matter. He's just trolling the Americans. Still so have to go and get him back if he lets the work go. Anywhere. It's worth
0: noting is our Felix Light is the one leading the charge, basically. So yeah, yeah. Really saw- well, yeah. well, yeah, he's doing his bit, and he's just um, like,
1: justifying his paycheck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, as the something I want to note because this is one of the credits all, but um, mm-hmm. the the art director um, actually found that his name wasn't in the credits. Um, but you know the the producer uh, Albert Broccoli, he basically he gave him a golden pen to compensate him because they actually <laughs> couldn't afford to redo the credits again. Um, Why? Wow. Because like you know, you know, obviously now you can just make digital credits, but then you know back then you you couldn't you can just yeah. like snip someone's name in there.
1: Wow, well, I didn't know that. That's really. I don't know. It's funny how they like, decided to give him a gold pen. It's like really. Yeah, yeah, gift. yeah. Hmm. Compensate, but I wouldn't be complaining. Imagine getting that and having the story behind it as well. So,
0: yeah, yeah. And my uh, and also a last bit of trivia, um, seeing as it's to the end of the film at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, after this, after it had been released in Italy, this film, uh, the Vatican itself issued a special communique saying, uh, they expressed disapproval at uh, its moral kind of standpoint. <laughs> wow, okay, well, there you go. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, that's Dr. No, so now we're going to go. I mean we're going to just nominate which we're going to have for each category. And, uh, so at least this ranking section probably won't be that long. So Bond actor, Sean Connery goes mm-hmm. in at number one for now. And I suppose we'll speak more about him in the later episode because, you know, we'll be comparing him to later bonds as well, but yeah. he definitely sets the tone here, doesn't he? Yeah, for sure. It's a Scottish bond as well. Yeah. It hits, hits the ground running basically. Absolutely. Um, the bond girl, Obviously, um, Honey Rider. So, she's going, well, number one. <laughs> Bond villain, Doctor No. Doctor, Doctor Let me ask you, actually, snow, with actually. Sean Connery, I mean, I know we're going to do these privately, but, like, do you think, where do you think Sean Connery will end up? Like, I reckon he'll probably end up sort of in the middle. Yeah, I, I would have thought he'd have ended yeah. up at least first or second. Me, okay. Me too, me too. Okay, okay, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Bond girl, what about Honey Rider? Where do you think she'll end up by the end of... She's just really roughly. iconic. Like, no clue, really. She's
1: not gonna get, She's not gonna end up like. It should be top of, half. I she's think. not gonna should end be top up yeah, alone for sure. half like,
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Doctor No, this is gonna be interesting. He could end up anywhere, I think, because he is good. But I, I just feel like he, enough doesn't, enough he just doesn't have enough screen time to really.
1: I think I later
0: ones that will. I think be comparing he'll be like.
1: To. I think he'll be. I think he'll. Be, it's not really his screen time, but it's mm. also how they build around the character. Yeah, itself, yeah, yeah. Adds to him, like, and he delivers on that. He's like, he's really, memorable. Yeah, he is. Like, I think yeah. he, what he, ha, what he has, he delivers very, very well. And others do not later on, which we'll talk about. <laughs> but um so, yeah, he, he's yeah. I think he'll he'll do pretty well actually. Hmm. Um, we don't have a henchman in this film, I
0: don't think really. Do we? <laughs> no, what about the uh, guy drove him from the airport? You know? No, no we we'd have a proper henchman in this film. Yeah, dotson um, no is the henchman. Car slash vehicle. I don't think we really have either. We've got yeah, this- I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, we don't have any Aston Martin vehicles. We could have really. the
1: dragon. Tank. Yeah, I was thinking maybe the dragon tank. <laughs> nah,
0: I don't think even that really. I mean, Bond does drive uh, a, a pair of cars, but they're just yeah, not that not that dragon, worthy. Yeah, three. Not, yeah, they don't. They don't have you know <laughs> notable uh, features. Okay, apart and from Bernadette.
1: But- yeah, he'll do really well. I think. Well, he's only got three or four contenders. Yeah, three competitors. Well, you know, oh, you've four. got you've got M, you've got yeah, M's from the
0: other ones as well. You know, the uh, non-official ones.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, we have also got to have yeah, James Bond's gonna go. Uh, uh, Sean Connor's gonna go against David Niven. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't have a queue either. Um, well, you we have. have well, many you have a major boss, equipment also.
1: officer. Who shows
0: up? But yeah. Nah, it doesn't count. We've got Lois <laughs> Maxwell as Money yeah, Penny, of course.
1: Yeah. Ally slash Felix Lighter. Now we've yeah, kind we'll of bundled these into
0: Cole. the same category because a lot of the time the ally is Felix Lighter. But we have here Quarrel, so, so I he's think he's the going to be the, yeah. Spock's I think I would have put yeah. I would have put Quarrel above this Felix Lighter. He's just so much <laughs> yes. more memorable. So oh, actually we'll, we'll put them together. So Quarrel and Felix Lighter from Doctor No uh do we have a gadget uh, maybe the bamboo read or just, <laughs> just walk the ppk um yeah, yeah. the Geiger counter his shoe yeah his hair yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah cigarette there's a cyanide cigarette are we gonna do a gadget that Probably means, the bamboo... I would say the bamboo that's, snorkel that's, because That's that not saves even his a real life. gadget. That's silly.
1: Like, but it saves like, his life. It's so unrealistic. And it's,
0: it's thinking on his feet, man, you know? It's like resourceful. Do you know how... Like using surroundings is
1: more moral shank, sword. you know? Sorry, but bamboo is actually notoriously hard to cut through. Like,
0: so Adapt, he just has, overcome like, improvise her, her
1: little knife, and there's like, oh, he'd be hacking away at that. Bon Bond, ages
0: bond is bare grills, man. You know, he's like... not
1: bare grill. Well, <laughs> but like in this, this book,
0: film, does, does he have the face of a man who's drunk his own piss? Have
1: the cyanide him? cigarette because that was like low key gadget. Yeah, like,
0: better, that's not a at at Bond gadget and B it kill someone that gadget, doesn't save bro. his life, man. It
1: is a <laughs> the
0: bamboo thing that saves his life. Gives, what would you rather have on you?
1: Yeah, that. In a situation. Uh, this is this is not like applicable yeah. to us because it's
0: like, fictional. yeah, it is. and this is, we, we rank. Sort well, of all right, facts you know, based what? On if, how little we'd want to be in them. So. What if we just? What if we just? You know, do the fact that it he switched to as like, Beretta that for what? The PPK. Don't. You know, that's an iconic Bond gadget. His gun. Right.
1: Uh, yeah, use the gun because yeah. If, the, in, if not in this film, when else would
0: That's be? literally... Uh, by the all way, right. that's literally given to him by the guy who becomes cute. Yeah, so. I suppose you're right. All right, fine. More PPK. The box that like, the
1: breath goes the in. The theme song,
0: obviously, the Bond theme. Um, Are <laughs>
1: right, you really we'll sure about that? Because that. that would easily... Yeah, be, uh, of course.
0: No, we don't know about that. Really? Not, no, no, you'd be surprised, Tom. You'd be all surprised. Right. Majority vote. I'll keep my silence. Uh, the opening... Yeah. We don't even have one. There uh, is no the moment, Henry. I I have to say it has to be one million dollars, Mr. Bond. First thing he says is flexing his Yeah, head. I think Dr. Knight overall, he's just the Sigma male of the film, isn't he? Like, you know, the minnows thing is like, depends on which side of the glass you're on. I like when the
1: villain gets a little comeback at James Bond, but um, yeah. But, the, but he does have like, and you've had your six. bang
0: Oh, he's Ooh. right, Henry. That's tough. you've had your six. But I'm thinking like archetypal Sigma male stuff. Like, yeah, I think because it's not just the quote. It's Doctor No overall as a presence. He's the Sigma of this film. So, I and think that's the first thing he says to him. Like, yeah. he's, he's like Jesus reads himself. his mind. That, you
1: I know. think what he, I think what he says is better. Like what Doctor No says. But when James Bond delivers the line, the way he delivers it is better Is like you've had your six, and then that yeah, one. yeah. But oh, yeah. but as well, like, I'll leave it down to uh, what you two think.
0: Well, this is actually James who
1: has to settle
0: this, really, because, you know, Tom and I are kind of set on this. Really? No. I mean, it's got to be Doctor No. has to be. All
1: right. We'll put Doctor No there.
0: Then. I mean... And... F- what mentioned more,
1: we, you know, we have to be careful when we, we... We've been close
0: to doing this with Bruce Wayne and stuff, where it's like, oh, we, we're we mixing Alpha with Sigma, which we shouldn't do, so... Yeah. And we've course. got to keep in mind, Sean Connery is, like, Alpha male, you know? Doctor Doc No is definitely the Sigma of this film, so... Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You need to you need to pre- prevent and be against uh, the mixing of alpha and sigma because exactly the commonly done mistake. And then the film itself, obviously, Doctor No number one. Where do you think it will end up? Hmm. I think probably mid table. So yeah, probably about, the middle of the table. I
1: would like I, I would want to like fight for it to be a bit higher because of how okay. iconic it is, but.
0: Yeah, and true, not, true, true. a
1: battle to fly, I guess, if and when. But right. it might end up around mid, I think.
2: Yeah,
1: maybe top half. Mm. Yeah, hopefully. Well, that's pretty much it. We've done the rankings, so uh, final words from you guys? Dots and those, like a great film. Like, it, it's the fact that it's against so many other great films in mm, the same yeah. franchise that it might, like, slip behind a little bit. I think in any other franchise, this would be, like um top dog in many like in many things because it's it plays like a detective story it has if it was a standalone film it would be like really well remembered i think because it's really like good detective story i think rather than espionage like um where it's like east versus west kind of thing it's more like a murder like who did it kind of thing and who's behind who did it Mm. and he like goes around this island like so I think it's, it has its own identity and I think it's a bit over like dismissed when it get gets called a vanilla film, James Bond film. But I think it has its own, maybe it's not like a strong identity, but like mm. it does have its own identity, I think.
0: Well, I mean, I we'll like get it. to set the record straight on the million yeah, yeah. ranking
1: side. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so I would uh, personally say that Bond will be back and so yes. will we And From Russia With Love. That's right. Next week, join us for From Russia With Love. Same bat time, same bat channel.